Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. the same ring does it doesn't roll off the tongue does it it's just like eh, no. it's like 23rd oh shit forget it <laughs> 23rd flip a table <laughs> dude do you know there's a meme of flipping a table really dude i was looking at the um stick figure and and the face memes and they're hilarious <laughs> i'm gonna um uh, flipping table meme. I'm going to look it up and then show you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you ever heard that website, Know Your Memes? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to flip a table, you motherfucker. There it is. It's so funny, dude. <laughs> oh, man. God, well, I'll, give you, I'll give you the one that says, fuck this shit, so you can <laughs> use it in your posts. <laughs> I still can't believe. 91, dude. I know, dude. We're, we're we got to do something big. Do a big on hundred, dude. Yeah. Oh man. We'll probably do nothing, but yeah. Like it's a hundred. Okay. Now usual shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Show me that smile again. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I fucking did it. Arf, arf. Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm from the streets, bitch. <laughs> As you're seeing the groin pains, theme. <laughs> drove me in smile. Oh my god. Uh, all right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the last Lazy Geeks podcast of 2012. <laughs> <laughs> podcast number 91. So, uh. Uh, fuck. Oh, yeah. New Year's Eve's tomorrow. That's me. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? I, I don't like, think it's that, though. I don't think it's that. 
Uh, I think I sent it. No, I see. I think I sent it. Uh, yeah, Adam's having trouble trying to send me stuff on uh, on Facebook lately. No, because I didn't save it right. This is <laughs> bullshit. Because I try to say, well, this one's just a stupid meme, but uh, I first one I try to send my my desktop, which is a high resolution image of Mars from the Curiosity rover, and my fucking resolution's like nineteen twenty by ten eighty, so it it was like uploading, uploading. <laughs> Uploading, like, fuck it. <laughs> oh man, I know. And I was like, oh yeah, I said it. Like, no, didn't you get it. It's like, fuck. Then you just, did you just like email it to me? Yeah. No, yeah. I sent it. I eventually sent. Yeah. Or maybe I did email it. No, you sent it through my email. <laughs> You're like, fuck this. Uh, Gmail. <laughs> fuck this shit. <laughs> I was, you know, it's it is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is. You can't. can't it is what yeah. it is. <sighs> So, uh, how was your Christmas, man? My Christmas was splendid. Um, kids were happy. They got got them a big fucking table train set uh, thing, wooden train set. Uh, it was for them um, because it's been frustrating the hell out of me. Is <laughs> every five minutes. Can you set up the train set? <laughs> no, fuck Two, you. <laughs> Two hundred piece train set that they want me to set up. Just to play for about five minutes and then... Just to destroy it and then ask me. <laughs> um, the... I know a few other things, but I think I'm going to get a... Get him a Wii. Either a Wii or a Wii U. I don't know which one yet. Probably a Wii. Because it's cheaper. Well, I mean, t- to be honest, if you got him a Wii or a Wii U, the games would be about the same. <laughs> Right? Just one will be in high definition and one won't. Yeah, and then, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you know, like Mass Effect 3 and, you know, Arkham City and, you know, games that were released about a year ago. Basically, the games that I already have for my Xbox, (laughs) I will be able to buy for the Wii U. (laughs) The only game that I've truly had fun with on the Wii U and the the game that I really shows off the whole point of the damn touchscreen is Rayman because if, and they have this, they have this at the Best Buy demos kids, if you want to go check it out, but you have to go from the screen to the touchscreen to actually play the game. And it's really fluid. Like it's nice. Like I dig it, but it's the only game that does that shit. (laughs) I was going to say, because I think I remember reading something where it said like Rayman was the only one that, actually kind of utilizes it the rest kind of were like almost seemed like ports in some ways yeah and the problem is in, in a lot of things like this technology for gaming comes and goes and it never it's never utilized the the power glove um the fucking i just took it old school with that one. i know the, uh, the keyboard and mouse for the dreamcast the <laughs> um the mario paint mouse which was used for what two games the problem is, is that if this technology doesn't take off, the whole system makes no fucking sense. Oh, man. God. I mean, they did the same thing with the Wii, and they got lucky with that motion thing that everyone's bored with now. Yeah. But, you know. And then everybody else jumped on, you know, like the Kinect and the P- and the PlayStation Move. It's like, oh, superior shit. <laughs> Here we go. I'm uploading that picture now. Yeah. Did you get anything, anything good for Christmas? I got nothing for Christmas, as it has become... Well, no, that's not really the case. I I bought myself something. Well, that counts. 
I bought a. There you go. Yeah, I bought just... a um, Samsung 24 inch monitor. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's the one where the the base is off to the right. It's not in the center. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Two MS response time. Fucking all the top notch technology. The three hundred dollar monitor I got for one fifty because someone returned it. Uh-oh. And then I can, and then I control the open box prices. So nice. I waited a week and then dropped it fifty bucks. And then, and then I was like, I guess I'll buy this motherfucker real quick. <laughs> so beautiful monitor, has built-in speakers, and they actually sound good. Oh, they're cool. not. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not like they're have a subwoofer inside, but they don't sound tinny. Like the, it fills up the room and stuff. So, or, it's, like, those, uh, it's, or like those cars that have really bad bass. It's like I know it was treble in that song somewhere. <laughs> did you get that picture? Uh, I don't think so. You fucking did, cause I see it in the damn thing. Well, I don't know if it's just my. So I'm on your phone. I'm not checking on my phone. I'm checking on. Yeah. Check on your fucking phone, mother. Yeah, I'm checking the message and it's just blank. There's nothing. It maybe it's I don't know. I'm I'll email it. I don't care. I'm, I'm using Chrome, so I don't know. Maybe it's Chrome. I'm using Chrome too. Oh, I'm no. using Chrome, Chromium. Oh. It's the same thing. Um, whatever. We're not gonna talk about this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you get for Christmas? I know you probably got fucking that motherfucker doesn't have any kids, so I'm sure you got tons of gifts. <laughs> so let's, let's relish in that. I sent. I I did send. Uh, I sent Steve a gift. And that motherfucking shit, I'm assuming it hasn't gotten there. No, I haven't, no I haven't gotten it. I haven't so, gotten it, so, who fucking knows where that went? <laughs> probably, it's probably like third class mail to like Zaire or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking first year, I actually had somebody to buy a gift and it gets lost in the mail. Motherfucker. <sighs> um, I got uh, all the seasons of the guild. Nice. Yeah, so I got all one through five. Uh, the League season three, which I was pretty excited about. Nice. Um, fifth season of uh, Big Bang Theory. Two, the first two seasons of Archer. And uh, uh, the I, I got the Indiana Jones, The Complete Adventures. So basically I got the trilogy and a really expensive coaster. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ain't it, ain't it the way, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know. Um also got the uh, the Godfather, the uh, Coppola Restoration Blu-ray, so that's pretty slick. And um, also got uh, finally got the Lord of the Rings Extended Edition on Blu-ray. So you fucking send me the standard edition, for <laughs> my fucking gift. I know, right? <laughs> you should do that when I lived over there. I'd be yeah. Like, oh, I got this new shit. Here's your old shit. Like, oh, cool. Yeah. Didn't you get like most of my like my Superman movies and like my Star Trek ones or something? Yeah. Uh, Planet of the Apes. Oh yeah. <laughs> like all right. Um, oh yeah, I got uh, gold, uh, year gold membership for Xbox. Um, uh, Wait, what? The um, gold member, the year mem- gold membership for Xbox. Oh, the year of it. Yeah. Right on. Um, uh, Assassin's Creed Three. Yes, I got myself uh, Batman: Arkham City Game of the Year Edition. Nice. Yeah, I wanted that DLC. The Harley um, Quinn DLC is pretty, it's it's short, but it's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like yeah. some gift cards and shit like that. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, and um, 
uh, Kyle got me the um, Illuminati graphic novel. Oh. Yeah. This cover was fucking sexy, dude. Doctor Strange, Reed Richards, Iron Man, all of that in there. So. Motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, he just and it was cool too because he's just getting back into comics. So, yeah. So now he's like, he he's he's telling me he's like, dude, I spent forty bucks at the comic store this week, and I'm like, uh huh, no those days. <laughs> yeah, until he starts balancing out and he spends like ten. Yeah. And even that's too much. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, no. But overall, Christmas was good. Christmas was fun. Too fucking short, but. When you when you work retail, you tend to realize just how short Christmas Day is. It's like I know it's like a month of buildup and very little. Yeah, because no, the problem is is you have Christmas Day off. Yeah, but all those days before it were long as fuck work days, which seemed like they would never end. Yeah, and then the first day you finally get just off and it ends, it's like done, <laughs> and then you got to go back to work on the twenty sixth. Like, God damn it! Oh, that shit's funny. It's not funny at all. No, that meme. <laughs> oh, that meme, yeah. Just poof. Like, I don't give a fuck. Dude, I'm downloading it and going to save it. Yeah, and I'm be using that on fucking Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I know, I know. It's like I got up and, you know, we didn't really do a whole lot of anything on, um, on uh, Christmas Day because we're, you know, my brother and I were both pretty fucking tired. But, uh I mean, we just started watching like a shitload of Christmas movies, you know, um, you know, it's a wonderful life Christmas story. Cause it was on TV, um, uh, like Christmas vacation. And all of a sudden, like halfway during Christmas vacation, I fucking fell asleep, woke up. It's five o'clock. I'm like, no, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So my, uh, I think the story behind it's a wonderful life is better than the movie. Yeah. How how it was like a failed Christmas movie that nobody liked because it was way too dark for the time and the only reason we watch it now is because someone forgot to renew the copyright <laughs> so everybody can play it now for free. <laughs> uh, it's a wonderful life, you know. But, and it's a great movie. Oh yeah. It's just before back when it was made, like he was trying to kill himself. That was too dark back then. Those people were simple. Yeah. That was before the hippie movement, you know. <laughs> way before the mm-hmm. <laughs> um any new year's resolutions i don't do that fucking bullshit you know what my new year's resolution and i said i wasn't gonna say anything about to say something my new year's resolution it was gonna quit be quit smoking um but i've i've pretty much decided i don't feel like doing that so i think i'm just gonna switch to these e-cigs like the one i'm puffing on right now uh because it's healthier <laughs> <laughs> Well, isn't e-cig like a hand job? Wouldn't the e-cigs be considered more of a hand job than like... You know, I kind of thought that too. But it, to me, because, you know, the hand, hand job is the, the participation medal of sexual activity. <laughs> um, but when I start, because my, my wife bought me the uh, the disposable blue one, the one with the, the fucking dwarf dude on there, real ultra cool on the beach shit, you know. <laughs> Um, and I was like, oh, this is going to be like, whatever. I'm probably going to do it for a couple of days and go back to cigarettes. I I have no, I don't want to go back to cigarettes at all. I bummed a cigarette because I've been doing it for like three days. I bummed a cigarette from somebody and I'm like, ugh, this is gross. Well, also too, you don't smell like cigarettes. And- I don't smell like cigarettes. I'm not coughing. 
I don't have that weight on my chest. I'm not endorsing it, obviously. It's still nicotine. If you're not smoking, don't go out and smoke anything. <laughs> you smoke the weed or whatever. I'm just saying. Even don't don't smoke a pole. Don't. <laughs> well, you know, I don't. Unless, unless, I don't judge. unless you're unless you're the ladies out there, definitely. I endorse it. Yeah. For a lady, <laughs> I'm gonna be like Dorf on the commercial, walking on a beach, just <laughs> telling chicks to suck a dick. Oh, I do have a New Year's. That reminds me. I do have a New Year's resolution. And this is true. I wanted to try to clean up my language for the podcast. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Because I was listening to the podcast and it's only me that curses and talks about stupid shit. And it makes me look like it. It makes me look like a bitch. <laughs> well, you are a bitch, but... What the fucker? Um... No, the early ones. Remember the early ones? I always kind of steered the whole towards. I don't know. For some reason, I kind of did a lot of the racism <laughs> in the very early ones. That's true. <laughs> I cleaned that one up. I'm like, ah. well, the you know the uh, the sensitivity classes have helped. You know, it it really tones it the down. Work really. mandated sensitivity class. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, racism. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Now I'm coughing. Yeah, now um, <laughs> and the endorsement goes splat right there. You know what? Fuck 2013 because I want to talk about something that just happened in 2012 that changed my life. And that's the Doctor Who Christmas special. Yes. Um, was I was first? waiting so long for this. <laughs> for Jenna Louise Coleman. He's <laughs> in ridiculous <laughs> hot. That Dude, I think I'm pregnant just from seeing her on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> like, and she's talented. I mean, let, let's not take away from that. I mean, great actress. She was really quick um, going back and forth with the doctor, which isn't easy to do, of course. Um, I was really impressed with her. But good fucking night. Was she hot, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. Because, like, you know, when she got into that playful banter with him and, you know, like her the way she kind of had fun with everything and just the her participation in the whole episode – you, for for brief moments, you kind of forgot how hot she was, and she was like, but there were just certain shots that they that they u- utilized. I'll say, and I was just like, oh my god, she's. Ridiculous. But see, that's the, and there was that moment where she was dressing in her. Well, I don't want to spoil. I'm not no spoilers, right? No spoilers. But she was changing, mm, yeah. And it gets right to the corset, and then it cut. And right when it gets to the corset, I'm like. Wait a minute. Oh. But <laughs> I, I said that too, I was like, going, oh, are they going to change? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They didn't do it. <laughs> um, but because it's an English show, man. I mean, you should go for topless. They wouldn't give a fuck. Um, was it the uh, – I don't know. I don't want to spoil the show. But it was um, it was good. And, and it does take – it takes an enormous talent to be that hot <laughs> and have and have the – have you're watching a hot chick and you forget that she's hot. You you just get caught up in the character. And that's true. I mean, you could easily with a hot chick. I don't give a fuck what she's saying. You know, whatever. Right. But I I did I did in fact give a fuck what she was saying. So, uh, I mean, I definitely like this one a lot better than the last one. Um the whole Chronicles of Narnia kind of thing there. Um Yeah, that was that was like a cutesy story, you know, whatever, but I was kind of like whatever about it. This one just really had a lot going for it. I mean, the, just taking something so innocent as a snowman and just, you know, ruining that whole image right there. I know. Thanks. Yeah. Um, 
Well, this see this one was a big deal too because it was the introduction of uh yeah of the new uh the new of the new companion and all that and the twist and an interesting twist at the end. I mean, yes. It makes you think like, oh cool, we'll have some answers and we just have a lot more questions. So typical of Doctor Who. Right, right. But um, especially if Stephen Moffat wrote the episode. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you think you're gonna get it? fuck you, <laughs> like dick. Are you even more confused now? Yes, good. Yeah. But I like that back um, like three of the characters from A Good Man Goes to War. I really liked. I like the support, the whole supporting cast. Yeah. It was all characters that I really loved. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I say we go in there with grenades and <laughs> he's planning an offensive. <laughs> I, I I did like the Sherlock Holmes references. I did too. The music, if you noticed, yeah, the, mu- um, the music was definitely. I was like, oh my god, they're actually yeah. doing a little. The little nod to Sherlock Holmes, that was awesome. Which is, which is another show that I've I've forgotten and kind of swept under the rug that I need to catch up on. Um, now that Netflix plays in uh, Linux, finally. <laughs> the one guy finally finished the coding. <laughs> well, it's so funny, and I'll say this real quick. It's still a workaround, just like everything else in Linux. Um <laughs> It's not officially supported. Netflix has said we don't we don't give a fuck about Linux. Like, if you want to watch it, get Windows like everybody else. Basically, is what they said, um, because they use Silver Silverlight, which is a Microsoft exclusive um, technology for video streaming. Blah blah blah. So <laughs> basically, you it's really easy to do. You download um, this one thing, you install it, and it installs like a backport of – we have to have Wine, which is the Windows emulator. Then it installs Firefox for Windows through the emulator, and then it installs like a weird version of Silverlight. And then, it ins- and then when you open Netflix, it's called Netflix Desktop. It's basically just opening it in full screen of Firefox in Windows within an emulator. Wow. Yeah. And I guess a lot of people are saying that it's choppy and stuff. It's worked great for me. I've, I've, wor- I've watched a few things on it. But, I mean, then I'm sitting here like, yeah, I got it to work. And then I look to my left and my television is next to me. I could just watch it on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's not the point. <laughs> I want to watch it on Linux, goddammit. My <laughs> precious. <laughs> It's another movie I need to see, too. It's a fucking Hobbit. Yeah, I know. I'm probably going to be checking that out next week. Punk bitch. I haven't, fucking, I haven't gone to the movie. I still have to catch up on Skyfall. I got to watch um, The Hobbit. I still want to see um, uh, Lincoln. It's just like... Yeah, Lincoln. You know what, though? I've become... I don't want to go see it in the theater. I have become a person who just did not want to go out. A hermit? <laughs> Kinda like I go to, but it's not like that. It's like I go to work, and then I have this limited amount of time to go out, and I'd rather use that time to go out with my wife or kids. And then for me personally, I'll just spend that time at home. Uh. Like I don't, I, I don't need to go to the theater. I got this beautiful Samsung monitor in front of me. There's no need for me to go anywhere. <sighs> Jesus, a little heavy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> trying to give it a hug and i almost dropped it i did get that uh two-year protection plan on it so <laughs> well that, that that's good that's a good idea yeah it's good they'll just give me my 150 back because they don't have that model anymore <laughs> so basically if it breaks they get a shitty monitor um you know what let's let's uh do you have anything else to say about doctor Who christmas special no no uh just that uh the twist was really awesome at the end and it really amps me up for the second half of the season yes. so really, really I, looking forward to that 
I agree and endorse. <laughs> All right. Now I think it's time we get into some news. So, <laughs> the intro? Is that the intro to the news? I guess. <laughs> like typer. Dude, if I knew, I wish I knew how to do it or if someone knew how to do it, do the 8-bit, like, soundtracks and i would i would make little bits like little eight bits <laughs> but we don't know how to do that yeah no we're not that we we no we're just not that talented um so i guess all of you fans of the original monsters television show from the 60s can rest easy today after hearing that nbc has finally passed on one of the worst ideas in recent history Mockingbird Lane was their attempt to reboot the series and make it more serious, which is always a bad idea. Do you mind? Do you mind? Sorry. <laughs> I really liked that show back in the day. <laughs> no, I did too. I did too. I really, I, I loved watching the original one. But the, the, the network had decided after the pilot was done to not move forward with it because it turn, didn't turn out the way they hoped. However, someone had a weird idea about premiering it during Halloween and see what people thought about it. Something I like to call a backdoor pilot. And if it did well, they would move into production. Well, NBC dashed those plans yet uh, earlier this week when showrunner Brian Fuller tweeted, I tweet with a heavy heart, NBC not moving forward with Mockingbird Lane. From producers and cast, thank you for your enthusiasm and support. While the series drew 5.4 million and giving the network its best demo in two years for a Friday night time slot, the reaction to the series um, was reviewed from mixed to bad. Even R. Kyle gave it a bad review during one of our podcasts, but we know, uh, we know his reaction really means nothing in the industry. In the end, I knew it was a bad idea to make a serious version of something that was so funny and part of classic television. Leave the series alone and go ahead with your next mistake on the Twilight Zone reboot you're planning for next year. This is almost becoming sad. I don't, how do you make the Munsters serious? I, I really don't know. Because the show made no sense. It's already a preposterous idea anyway. <laughs> so yeah, The Munsters <laughs> was already a dumb idea, <laughs> which just happened to work because it was so silly. Yeah, I mean, and plus you had, you know, Fred Gwynn and you had, you know, all the people playing those characters. Mm -hmm. It was just it was just funny and hilarious. But it's like, you know, it, it's like it's like taking it would be like taking Three's Company and trying to make it an hour long drama. It just, it, <laughs> I was just watching Three's Company yesterday because <laughs> um, it's on at like six o'clock in the morning on the weekdays. Um, yeah, that's dumb. I and I didn't even know they 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 aired the they aired the pilot of it on Halloween. Yeah, they, they they aired yeah, it on Halloween. Even, yeah. I heard of Mockingbird Lane, but it didn't click with me that it was uh the monsters. I just thought it was some stupid shit. Yeah. I don't watch television. As we all know. <laughs> so I watch Doctor Who, Two Broke Girls, Whitney, and The Big Bang Theory. That's it. That's all I watch. <laughs> and YouTube. And YouTube. Well, yeah. Yeah. All right. I think it's my turn. Yeah. Bitches. Um, so this is a bit of a serious one. So let's tone it down. The uh, In the wake of the Sandy Hook shooting... The NRA spoke out against violent video games, claiming they are the cause of uh, youth gun violence, of course. Calif California Senator Leland Yee 
responded to the NRA's comments, pointing out that the NRA the NRA has never took interest in the violence of video games issue before. Uh, quote, I find it mind-boggling that the NRA suddenly cares about the harmful effects of ultraviolet video games, he said. When our law was before the Supreme Court, while several states, medical organizations, and child advocates submitted briefs in support of California's efforts, the NRA was completely silent. Now they're talking about um, the banning of uh, violent video games sold in like retail shops, which didn't pass. Um, he goes on to point out that the NRA isn't trying to help with this issue and is just trying to quote pass the buck to take the blame off them uh quote more guns are not the answer to protecting our children as evident by the fact that arming armed guards weren't enough to stop the tragedy at columbine high school uh you said the nra's response is pathetic and completely unacceptable damn that's a burn anytime (laughs) someone says pathetic so um while i don't while i don't feel it's the nra's fault for the shooting or violent violence in video games. I think it's funny that the NRA almost immediately pointed the finger at someone they've never spoke spoke about before. I do feel the gun control issue should be looked at, and also children shouldn't be playing violent video games. I think the main issue here is mental health. We can all agree that a stable, well-adjusted person doesn't go on shooting sprees. Uh, let's look into fixing our medical system in this country more than what games are on the shelves and if people are allowed to own guns or not as well. So, you know, a little soapbox at the end, but basically, um, basically right when the shooting happened and anytime a shooting happens, everyone looks at the NRA, which I don't understand. Like they're just people that like to own guns. (laughs) You know what I mean? They have no real clout. They're just people like to own guns. That's it. So friggin', um, they immediately went, oh, it's violence in video games. That's that's why it happened, which there was no evidence of, of violent video games being played. They, no, nothing was going on. So then, um, and I think there's another article I wrote that has a quote uh, from someone in the Association of Video Games somewhere saying that, uh, you know, no medical study. This is back and forth on it. And, and, and the stupid thing is it's nobody's fault that it happened. It's It's just the... It's the failure of, of mental health. And it was mostly the failure of a parent who, you know, doesn't – didn't do what she was supposed to be doing and this and that and the other thing. We don't really have to go into that. But I just think it's funny that when when something tragic happens, people always have to find a group to blame. It's, well, it's somebody's fault. Yeah. For me, it's like it, we there, – there's this inability to – for accountability, inability to point accountability. Like everybody – nobody – not like the – the person that did it there's still no motive no nothing that you know anybody knows why why he did it but it's this it's the point of like oh well it had to be video games or it had to be violent movies or it had to be marilyn manson or you know what the nra you know it's like like to me there has to be this over overcoming reason why this person was so dark. It can't just be this person was dark. It, ha- it, it has to be something. And it happened in September 11th too. Not, not yeah. to compare one tragedy to another, but in September it had to be this huge fucking conspiracy. Yeah. Other than what it was. Terrorist yeah. organization flew planes into a building. Yeah. You know, so it, it's, um, it, it's annoying and it's already died down a little bit. I think everyone, I think media junkets and stuff realized, you know, this, this, children were involved i think we should shut the fuck up yeah. you know and which is good 
yeah. which is rare. <laughs> I mean, because <laughs> so. when you when you look at it, I mean, when you look at, and I I work in a in a game store where I have a lot of kids that come in, and I see these kids, and I I see them in there, I'm thinking like, who would do that? You know, it's like you you cannot, because I'm sorry, but no video game that I've ever played makes me feel compelled to like shoot men and women and children. Well, the NRA the NRA pointed out this one video game that no one has ever heard of that the shooter never played. <laughs> um that was actually you walk around and you shoot you shoot um kids in a school. It's a really horrible video game, you know. But but the thing is is that they were they were putting this game on like it was the next Arkham City. Like it was it, it was a game that no one played. Right. It was dark, dark recesses of fucking 4chan might have a link to this damn thing, <laughs> you know, but it wasn't if I saw a game like that, I'd be like, what the fuck is this piece of shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that that's not it's still a video game. Yeah. But it's not something that the mass the mass majorities are trying to play. Yeah. But it's like, you know, if kids are doing, oh, the kid, it must be the video games. Well, those video games like Grand Theft Auto and Black Ops and stuff like that aren't supposed to be played by little kids. Yeah. You know, and it's so it's like we can't have people responsible no we it, the, the parent can't be responsible or the the medical organization you know or the individual themselves can't be responsible it has to be somebody outside that you know we can pin blame on because well the parent's dead and the, the person's dead so let's hold some other you know entity you know and 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 say they're the reasons why no they're not the reason people are fucking crazy yeah this yeah. is some people Lose it. Yeah. And this the great it is. And it, it's funny too when you actually come out with Leland Yi of all people. I know. <laughs> kind of coming out and actually being like, oh, now you're claiming video games? You know, it's kind of like on the side of saying, like, he's with the video games on this one. Like, no, no, no. He's always been against video games. Like, don't get it twisted. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, 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 he probably doesn't even like Rayman. Yeah. Like, he's just, <laughs> he fucking hates video games. Mario is a piece of shit. <laughs> Let's be honest. He's Asian. Why does he hate video games? Oh, yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. Uh, he looks like the dude from Nintendo. Come yeah, on. that just happened. That's right. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, but like Lee, Lee Yi of all people, I'm like, wow, he's calling bullshit on that. It's like, oof, you thought he would be you like, know what? and the, the biggest thing is he makes a good point. He does uh, because. And he's still saying, like he agree, he he's almost saying he agrees that violent video games played a part in it. Yeah. But he's telling the NRA, like you fucking bastards said nothing yeah. until now because you don't want people to point the finger at you. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happening. Right. You know, it's it's um. I just sometimes I get tired of video games being blamed for everything. Like I, I love the parent. Like when you become a parent. And I'm not saying I have some special kind of opinion or information. Yeah, you are. I, just because I'm a parent. No, I'm not saying that. When you become a parent, you talk about different things with other parents. That's it. Because you have an equal thing. So I'll have other parents tell me, you know, oh, um, I don't know why my kids, they're always fighting with each other and this and that. When they just bought them Black Ops 2 and fucking <laughs> – and they're like seven. <laughs> you know, it's like – it, and and I was talking to because I have someone, my sister in law living with me, and all of her kids play those games, and and she has a ten year old and a thirteen year old and a two year old who plays Halo, and um and I was like Halo is kind of kind of okay, 
but you're you're letting your kids play my copy of Black Ops 2. Now, if you want to fuck up your kids, that's your business. I don't really give a shit. But it's not the shooting that's the problem. It's the subject matter. It's the story. It's yeah. what's happening, you know, and 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 the they're just not at that point where they can understand it. So they just think like everyone's shooting everybody, you know, because they're bad guys. Yeah. And that's Halo's like that because Halo's killing aliens, and it's really not that big of a deal. But I don't know. It's it's just I don't know. It's it's a weird topic. Like there's a lot of gray area and fucking just whatever. Let's move on. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, so. Christmas arrived on time for people that use the original Droid Razor and the Droid Razor Max. Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> After the HD version of those devices received their Jelly Bean update earlier this month, the original phones finally received their over-the-air updates on Christmas Eve. I love how the original takes the longest to get it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Why would they do that when, they, oh, no, we got to get the new ones because then we can use that as a selling point. Stupid. While the update is reported to be over 300 megabytes, uh, you should perform the update. Yeah, yeah, you should perform using Wi-Fi unless you have either a high data limit or better yet, have the unlimited plan. Or uh, deep fucking pockets. Yeah, right. Some are reporting on Android Central forums that the install is failing to complete on the first try. So to check to see if you receive the update, all you need to do is go to settings, click on about phone, and then on system update. Given the size of the update, it, you shouldn't perform it while you're in a hurry or your battery <laughs> is not is on its last leg. Yeah, this is an overnight phone is plugged in at the house while you're asleep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, plug it in. Connect it to the charger and then let it go. Uh, now that Jellybean has finally made its way to the newer phones, Galaxy S3 received uh, received it about a week before. People are already talking about Android 4.2 when when that will be coming out. Seriously, just be happy with the update for at least a week, then start your bitching. Yeah. Yeah. And I got yeah I got um, week before Christmas I got the uh, S3 update, and nice. uh, it 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 runs a lot smoother. I have so. Yeah, the je- I mean, we have uh, at work, we have one tablet that has the Jelly Bean. It's at the Acer, the seven-inch Acer Iconia, mm-hmm. actually has a Jelly Bean update on it, and it is just, it's just fluid. Like it's just so nice, dude. It's so fluid, and the cool thing is, my I even get more battery life out of it now. Um, I have a lot more control over even the apps that I use. I have so much more control over that stuff. I mean, I can on a single charge on my S3, and this is while I was working two jobs for Christmas, 14 hours. I would get home and I would still have. I probably use maybe about a little more than half my battery. Mm. So you know, I would pull it off the charger at like eight in the morning, and by like midnight, I'd have to put. I have to go ahead and you know, cook it up. And that's whatever, you know what I mean? Like we're all used to charging things overnight now, huh. you know. So as long as it's as long as it doesn't die at like two in the afternoon. When I see people on their iPhones having to plug it in midday, I know. You know. Oh man. So. So <laughs> next on the list, sorry the uh, the wife came in asking me a question. <laughs> hey bitch, I'm doing something. I slapped her. Yeah, I mean, that's okay, how good. it is. That's good. No, she needed the baby formula. So, anyway. <laughs> the scary part is you had it. That's the scary part. I didn't have it. It was just in the room. 
I barely knew where it was. Well, no, funny story real quick. Um, we're like, like t- two days ago, I'm like, what the fuck is the baby formula at? I'm like, we had formula. And my wife's like, I know, why don't we have any? So I have to go buy more formula. And for those that don't know, this shit's expensive. <laughs> so when you, it's okay to buy it. I don't mind that. But when I lose it, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I found it. It was up in the damn closet. And I'm like, why the fuck is it up here? <laughs> Uh, anyway, speaking of children, um, Disney is known for making some pretty amazing movies, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, most of them are for kids, but you, you can't tell me with a straight face that most of those movies are most of those movies aren't amazing, even as an adult. Another form of entertainment that Disney has been moving into pretty aggressively lately is video games with a few hits and a few misses. Um, a new game that was previously mentioned without detail is Project Infinity. It seems that information about that game has been leaked. So website Polygon Polygon has got their hands on some leaked videos and images of Project Infinity and have pieced together some info on the game. The multi-platform title will feature characters from various Disney franchises, including movies as well as television shows. The most interesting feature of the game is the fact that it will be open-world... Or it will be an open world that you can move around freely in by car, foot, or even flying. Um, Polygon reports that the game is being developed by Avalanche Software, which is the same studio that designed Toy Story 3, the game, and Cars 2, the video game. Expansions are planned that feature specific Disney IPs and characters, which is kind of standard shit. Even though the game was geared towards children, I really enjoyed playing Sandbox Mode in Toy Story 3 with the kids. The open world aspect really kept my interest, and it was an overall good experience. Being that the same studio is working on this, this one I can only expect an evolution of that sort of gameplay. While expansion packs are great, I fear that the stock the stock game will be pretty bare and require the expansions to be fleshed out. Uh, we'll have to see when it comes out. So, the sandbox mode of Toy Story 3: The Game was an insane surprise for me. Um, sure, I mean, you weren't playing Mass Effect 3, but <laughs> it was, you know, you could be some of the Toy Story characters, and then you, you, um, you're doing quests, like helping people in the town, and you can build buildings, like, that do different things, and you can paint things any way you want, and all this shit, and, um, <laughs> I like I actually, all this shit, <laughs> I know, and I actually found myself really enjoying it like playing with the kids and it really the kids liked it because most kids game are kids games are like the definition of linear right like the and and that's fine linear gameplay is fine but my kids had never played a game that wasn't linear so they played this one like what am i supposed to do and i'm like do whatever you want like oh my god (laughs) so um if it's an evolution of that with different characters and stuff it's going to be pretty badass so i want a disney game that involves just fucking shit up. I mean, fucking dwarves in the ass. You know, that's... <laughs> I, I want that kind of video game. Don't we all? Ah, I mean, don't... I don't. I think we deserve it. Did Disney put out 40-year-old versions? <laughs> dwarves in the ass? <laughs> I'm talking fucking dwarves in the ass! So, I hear that Nintendo has some advice for me. <laughs> nice segue again. Right. Yeah. Um, well, given that uh, people are still actually buying Christmas gifts right now, uh, Nintendo actually offers some sage advice 
just before Christmas Eve, if you were planning to get anyone the new Nintendo Wii U to someone, uh, the advi- that advice, update it first. If you remember some of the issues that plagued some Wii U users during launch, many people had to do their 5 gigabyte update, and any disruption in power or internet connection would turn the console into a brick. However, Nintendo released a tweet to some of its followers about performing service updates before wrapping the gift. So that would be good to so you would be good to go when the gift is opened. Uh, this would probably be a good idea so they don't have to wait for the new one gigabyte download of updates. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, if you choose to follow their advice, be very careful not to restart the console nor pull the power plug. Uh, uh, to see if the if you can brick the console. So to be honest, if you're giving it to someone that knows better, let them perform the update themselves. Uh, they will know what to expect and watch some of uh, watch some of the movies they probably got for the holidays while the console is updating. Man, that's such a drag though. I know. I actually did that um, for my sister this year for her Xbox 360 because my mom bought her the uh, Best Buy Skyrim Forza bundle. Oh wow. And I was like, you know what? Why don't you let, let me take it and I'll set it all up because she needed an Xbox Live account. It was gonna take hours for them to do it, so yeah, I set it all up. And all play that. a game. Yeah, so I set it all up and all that, so it was good to go. I, you know, gone are the days when I got my Sega Genesis and I just plugged it in and played Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I think yeah. the most the most uh, the most hassling thing was setting up the time and day. You didn't even have to do that for the Genesis. <laughs> well, that was a PlayStation thing. Like the PlayStation first started doing that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was a pain in the ass. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, let's uh, let's burn through some new releases. I don't. I can't finish my last story. Oh yeah, huh? I forgot about that. I scrolled Douche past that. Oh yeah, because Douche it was bag. yeah because it was Linux. <laughs> Every fucking time you do this shit. <laughs> so shut up. Is this right. your boy? Is we'll this just, your we'll boy? Just get through, we'll get through. Is this your, is your boy? <laughs> <laughs> now that movie's stuck in my fucking head. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. All right. Linux just made a giant leap in advancement when it comes to video games, like actually stepping their foot into them. Um, the operating system has always been known for not being very game-friendly since most games aren't supported on the platform. Um, not that Steam for Linux has got now that Steam for Linux has gone into open beta, we should see a big improvement with this issue. The closed beta for Steam for Linux started back in early November and quickly became a big news ticketing item inside and outside of Linux news spaces. The those wanting to check it out will need to have Ubuntu 12.04 installed and follow the instructions up on the Ubuntu wiki, uh, which there's a link at thelazygeeks.com. Sure, it's not ideal to be supporting to be supported on only one of the many Linux distributions, but thinking from a development standpoint, it makes sense. Also, Ubuntu 12.04 is one of the most popular Linux distributions out there, so it reaches a larger audience. Uh, Steam isn't the only thing that's working on Linux either, with a decent library of games having native versions on the operating system. Through the platform, these games include Super Brothers, Sword and Sorcery, Killing Floor, Amnesia, Team Fortress 2, Trying 2, and World of Goo. Um, Team that Fortress just, 2. Be, that World what? of Goo just sounds wrong. Dude, I, that's a dope game. It's like a little puzzle game, but it's pretty dope. Um, Team Fortress 2 being the biggest title, um, obviously, online uh, first-person shooter. 
uh, Linux as an operating system has been getting some attention lately from those that aren't really enjoying the changes that Microsoft has made with Windows 8. <laughs> um, alternatives to Windows have always been there, but the mass majority of PC users don't actively seek out things like that on a regular basis. With more media and public attention, Linux may get the much-needed polish and software support it needs um, to compete in the OS space. I mean, Linux is everywhere. People just don't notice it. I mean, Android is Linux. Anything you've ever used that had embedded any kind of software, it's Linux. You know, you get a ticket at the fucking airport at that little kiosk, Linux. (laughs) You get a ticket at the fucking movie theater linux (laughs) you know so it's like it's all linux anyway but um when you pay that machine to give you a hand job it's linux Linux. (laughs) (laughs) um that japanese sex spot you used on that weird trip linux um so it's nice to see um it's kind of a weird time right now and and not everyone really notices it because you kind of have to be in the linux space to really get it but it's Linux is changing and catching up rapidly, um, while I kind of see Mac OS and Windows kind of falling short a little bit with some of the steps that they're making. Um, everyone's trying to innovate, but people aren't really liking what the other the two major ones are doing right now. Right. Some people. Instead stop. of innovate, they're more trying to uh, imitate. Ooh! And so that just happened. Yeah, and the Ubuntu uh, tablet will be coming out sometime in 2013, I think. So we'll see. We'll see what, what they do in the tablet market. Um, that will be a true Linux tablet, not Android. Yeah, we'll see if it's 2013. If it if if 2014, if it ever comes out, I think yeah. it was supposed to come out in 2011. Um, I, I was going to say, wasn't it like 2012? I thought, but uh, yeah, that makes 2012. <laughs> All right. My world would have ended. Yeah, I know, right? All right, so now we can burn through some of the new releases. Uh, some of the Wait, highlights. <laughs> some of this is this is this is like the 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 dead time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Out uh, uh, highlights this week. Um, if any of you, most of you Star Trek fans would probably know. In the 70s, there was there was a short span of time where Leonard Nimoy hosted a a, a show called In Search of. Hmm. Finally, the series is coming to DVD. Uh, Leonard Nimoy in 70s haircut regalia coming out on DVD box set. You can actually purchase it on Amazon. That's coming out uh, this week. Also, Looper with uh, Jordan Gordon Levitt and um, uh, Bruce Willis. Which, I heard it's a good movie. I haven't I heard seen it. It's a good movie. I haven't seen it yet either, but um, that's good. And the only standout on Netflix streaming this week is the entire series run of The West Wing, which was a good. That's a good show. Yeah, it's a great show. But uh, yeah, it's the only thing at this point. Um, also, if you haven't checked Netflix recently, Disney released a lot of their stuff on there now. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. scored that big deal. So a lot, like everything from like The Great Mouse Detective, all, all the way up is like available. Yeah, I actually I fired up. Uh the the uh netflix for kids side of it and there was like just tons of shit in there i was like all oh, right on yeah so so what what's in the gaming market so <laughs> i just put welcome to the gaming slump so basically the holidays are over um it's it's dark times for video games until spring but 
until spring, but it's actually good in a lot of ways because you can catch up now. Yeah. Um, because the holidays are, are those times where you get a new game and then the next day something else comes out. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, so finish Assassin's Creed three, uh, <laughs> burn through, get prestige on black ops two, um, get it, get it all done, you know, and, and then, uh, we'll see in the spring, but, and, um, and all the also, other, I was going to just say, and all the other games that you had picked up earlier in the year that you never got to finish. And let's be honest, games from 2011, you might not have finished because a lot of games came out in 2011. Um, I still have Modern Warfare 3. I finished that. I finished that on fucking Harden, bitch. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Um, so, or Harden or Veteran, whatever they call it. Um, I'll still be doing new releases for games. <laughs> um, but it's going to be pretty fucking pathetic. Um, a lot of DS. If it wasn't for it. comics, you know, <laughs> there wouldn't be much on that. I would have nothing to do. <laughs> yeah. So, um,. Speaking of comics, yeah. um, things that are Segway. coming out. Yes, rolling right into DC Comics. All-Star Western 15, American Vampire 34, Arrow 2. Um, I'm assuming that's following the television show? Yeah. Okay, that I stopped watching after the second episode. Um, <laughs> Batman Beyond Unlimited 11, Batman Incorporated 6, Batman The Dark Knight 15, Flash ah, 15, <laughs> <laughs> Fury of Fire, not that Flash, but still. Fury of Firestorm, the Nuclear Men, number 15. I, Vampire, 15. Joe Kubert presents 3 of 6. Justice League, Doc, 15. Lot, 13, 3 of 5. Punk Rock, Jesus, 6 of 6. I must get that. <laughs> um, I don't even know what it is. Uh, Red Lantern, 15. Savage Hawkman, 15. Superman, 15. Uh, Superman Family Adventures, number 8. Talon, 3. Um, Teen Titans 15. In the Marvel Universe, all new X-Men number 5, Daredevil End of Days number 4 of 8, Fury Max number 8, Iron Man number 5, Marvel's Iron Man 3 Prelude number 1 of 2, which is funny that they're doing an Iron Man 3 Prelude when the movie isn't scheduled out till May, Uh, (laughs) Monsters, Inc. number 2 of 2, uh, Morbius, The Living Vampire, number one. New Avengers, number one. Uh, Punisher, Nightmare, number one of five. Red She-Hulk, number 61. Road to Oz, number four. Ultimate Comics, Spider-Man, number 19. And Venom, 29. Ooh, and then boom! Goes the dynamite. (laughs) (laughs) Adventure Time, uh, Marceline and the Scream Queens. It's sad that I know that, what all that is. Um, (laughs) Number one. Uh, SDCC get a oh no I'm sorry I'm reading something wrong <laughs> Adventure Time with Fiona and Cake number one of six um, Hypernaturals number seven Peanuts one of four you gotta pick that shit up dude. yeah um, Planet of the Apes um, Cataclysm number five <laughs> I was waiting for that <laughs> Cataclysm Cataclysm <laughs> number five <laughs> uh, in Dark Horse forty seven Ronin number two of five Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Willow Wonderland, number three of five, uh, Colder, three of five, Hellboy in Hell, number two, and Star Wars Purge of Tyrant's Fist, number two of two. I was like to say, I wouldn't mind going to Willow's Wonderland if you understand my meaning. <laughs> um, in Dynamite. Dynamite! <laughs> Damsels, number four. Flash. Ah, <laughs> Gordon Zeitgeist number eight. That's right. Um, Masks one of eight. Queen Sonya 33. Thunder 
spelt T H U N um, apostrophe D A five of five. I have no idea what that is. Um, I have, I have a racist joke right there, but I'm not. I'm just gonna. That is a racist that. joke. Vampirella <laughs> <laughs> um, Strikes number one. Warlord of Mars number twenty two. A lot better than the movie. Uh, Warlord of Mars. Deja Thoris number twenty. Uh, in IDW, basically every 80s throwback is in this one. Yes. Uh, Cobra, number 20. Danger Girl, G.I. Joe, number 5 of 5. Godzilla, Half Century War, number 4 of 5. Mars Attacks, Popeye, one shot. <laughs> Dude, Popeye would fucking smash Mars Attacks. Uh, I know. Popeye, all, it would be one panel that just says, Popeye have to choke a bitch. You know. <laughs> That's all you see. Uh, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, number 204. I know you've been waiting for that one. I gotta get that. Uh, <laughs> Star Trek, number 16. And yeah. Transformers Prime, Rage of the Dinobots, number 204. I don't like the fucking Dinobots, dude. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I like Transformers, I don't like Dinobots. Um, anyway. <laughs> image in Image. Uh, Black Haker, number 2. Darkness, 109. Fatal number eleven, uh, Glory thirty one, Green Pacific number three, Great Pacific. Oh, Great Pacific, whatever, dude. <laughs> Great Pacific number three. Sorry, Harvest five of five. I love Trouble number two, um, Invincible number ninety nine, Manhattan Projects number eight, Nowhere Men number one. Uh oh, uh, Profit number thirty two, and Young Bloods number seventy five. Is it is it weird that Black Acre and Darkness like fall right underneath each other? There's a lot of racism going on in this podcast. Yeah, I'm not sure why, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. If you want to read the complete list of new releases, check out the website, thelazygeeks.com, every Sunday for movies, DVD, video games, Netflix streaming, and comics. Flash. <laughs> is this your boy? Is this your boy? Is this your boy? Is this your boy? Where he gets all calm. I didn't even do anything. It don't matter. <laughs> I'll come if it pop bump, you bitches. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Uh, the 40-year-old virgin throwback. Love it. All right. So since uh, – wow, beginning half ran really long. But uh, Never. <laughs> but it, it's the end of the year. This will be bigger size. Who gives a shit? Um. So we wanted to take a, a quick look back at uh, 2012 and uh, pretty much divvy it up into the sections of the of the uh, website, tech, comic, movies, video games. And we kind of wanted to do our wins of the year, meh of the year, and fails of the year. Meh. 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 <laughs> meh. I don't even know what's wrong with these games. Wow. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. So, if you haven't turned off the podcast at this point... <laughs> okay, this is what we're doing. We have a couple of sections here. Tech, comics, movies, and TV, wrapped into one, but we're only talking about movies, um, and games. So, what we're going to do, Steve's going to lead the tech one, then me comics, then movie, just, you know, so it doesn't get boring. So, knock yourself out. <laughs> All right, so, win of the year in my opinion, is uh, it's a surprise. I think it's a big surprise because never in the last year or two have I ever said Netflix and win in the same sentence. <laughs> but, but for me, this 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 was a major win for Netflix, and, and I think that it's good on their side. As, as I mentioned earlier, their score with Disney. 
um, because they've had people leaving them left and right. They lost stars and, you know, uh, and nobody's signing up with them. And they're all the, the deals they're getting are just TV shows. Um, you know but, what's funny is now that they have Disney, watch the fucking other ones start crawling back. Yeah, dude. yeah, because I mean Disney—that's fucking Marvel. That's big time. That's yeah. That's what a lot of people forget. Like I'll tell people, hey, you know that Disney is on Netflix. So I'm like, you know they bought Marvel, right? Oh, for real? Yeah. Stupid ass. Exactly, because you got Marvel, you've got the Muppets, all the Muppet stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You've got now you're gonna have Lucas Films because that's all Disney now. Ooh, I forgot about that, too. Yeah, so, you know, that's a huge score for Netflix. Watch that Clone Wars, man, when they put Clone Wars on there, dude. Yeah, and so that, to me, that was a really good coup for for Netflix, and they needed something big. They needed something like that, and getting Disney, that's really where you're, like, that's where you start going, see, I don't need your fucking ass, fucking Warner Brothers, you know, I got Disney money now. (laughs) I got Disney money. And this motherfucker, this motherfucker in the club making it rain like he got Disney money. <laughs> <laughs> this guy got he Mickey Mouse. This motherfucker. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, what's your win of the? What's My your... win for technology was um just the overall private space flight with the with the c- consistent failure of our governments <laughs> of the world. Um, well, mainly America. Let's let's be honest. NASA is. I mean, and NASA's cool. It's just their funding's been cut so poor, so bad. Yeah. They really, they, we're robotic. We're like robotic team hunger force now. Like we just fucking, all we do is throw robots in space. Um, that's all we do, which is cool, you know. But it's like that's kind of like the bitch one. I mean, we got India sending people to space. Come on. Yeah. So friggin' um. Anyway, we got North Korea sending shit. <laughs> it's like North Korea, or fucking one of them is doing it. So. I like it because the private space flight, you get private companies getting in it, SpaceX being a big one. Um, this is the future of space flight. If, if we're going to do space exploration, we need everyone to be on board because too, our technology right now is way too expensive. Yeah. So, um, And I'm excited, too, with that and then also predictions from, like, sciencey guys who know what they're talking about. And, and ladies, right? Um, say that 2013, the probability of finding an Earth-like planet is, like, incredibly high. So, boom. We'll never be able to get there, yeah. but still. We'll be able to wave from a distance. Hi! <laughs> we'll know where to throw... See, America will know where to throw its robots then. Right, yeah. Throw a bunch of robots over there. <laughs> it's going to look like the Transformers. They're all going to get there in like 200 years. <laughs> uh, so, what was what was the meh? Well, the eh, you know, whatever. The, the eh. And it, for me, it was Windows 8. Um. I, I kind of, I mean, you know, I got to play around with Windows 8 a little bit. And, and to me, it didn't it didn't give me that techno hard-on that you, you, you really expect, you know, when you're playing with new technology. We and, just walk into the store and go, take my money. Yeah, exactly. We were just like, here's my wallet. Just take what you need. Take what you need. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it didn't, it, Windows, I mean, Windows 7 still functions amazingly. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it, it, to me, just Windows 8 seemed kind of like – it, it kind of seems like an afterthought to me, really. Windows Windows 8 is like two two user interfaces that are fighting with each other. Yeah. It's like two dogs in a pit that are fighting with each other. This is from a guy who uses two uh, 
two operating systems at the same time. No, I do, and I've I've done it. I like to test. You know, I'm into Linux. I like to test different distributions and stuff. But see, that's fine because I'm I know what I'm doing. Right. Windows, Microsoft doesn't want you to feel like you're using two operating systems, but you do because you you're in the Metro thing, right? And then usually you end up in the desktop all the time anyway because the Metro thing is not fully fleshed out. Let's be honest. It's a great idea, but it's not It's not fully fleshed if, if every time I click on something, it puts me in the desktop, then what the fuck am I doing there anyway? Danger zone. Danger zone. <laughs> uh, my, um, yeah, what's my your meh? My meh. Your meh. Uh, was the iPad mini. <laughs> um, the iPad mini, ladies and gentlemen is the iPad 2, but smaller. <laughs> it has the same exact processor, same exact screen. Sure, it's running at the same resolution and a smaller screen, so pixel density and blah, 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 blah. But it's just an iPad 2, but smaller. Um, people have been clawing at each other to get this thing. The size of it is smaller. I guess it's more convenient, but they made it really wide. Like, it's almost a, it's almost a square. <laughs> and it's it's I have pretty big hands and I have to stretch my hand out to want to hold it with one hand. And the whole benefit of a seven inch tablet, which it is technically like eight point nine or something like that. Yeah. But the whole benefit is is it being able to hold it one hand. <laughs> yeah. And then just you know, do 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 you know what I mean? Right. So this one, you can't do that. And if I'm having trouble with it, the majority of people that come into the where I work to to buy it are women. Because they want to put it in their fucking purse. And because it's an Apple product. So, um, <laughs> it's just funny to me. I don't know. It, it's whatever. It's the same shit. It's just, it's smaller. Yeah. And I think it's lame that it comes out right when the iPad 4 comes out, which is full fucking retina display and the A6 processor, which is the fastest one on the market right now, it, and the better camera. It's like, so you, you're you competing with yourself. It's a, basically a litmus test to just see how, ba- how, how many idiots in the Apple world will buy this as well as the iPad, the regular And also, iPad. didn't Apple said before Steve Jobs passed away that um, they would never come out with a 7-inch yeah, tablet. Steve Jobs said that. Yeah, he didn't. Was yeah, and that. now that he passed away, it's like they immediately got to got to work. You know, so it's. I mean, and also it'd be nice if Apple could keep them in stock. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> um, I'm tired of disappointing people. Uh, Which honestly, it got to the point where, like, before Christmas, so many people were asking for this fucking thing. I wanted to wait till they came in, and they were in the typical Apple. They didn't come in our normal shipments. They were like drop shipped randomly you never knew when they were gonna come and they would only come like 10 at a time <laughs> you know so when people found out they were there they would freak out and they'd want like three jesus people were selling them on ebay i don't even fuck what they were doing with it yeah. so i wanted one day i was just so frustrated because people were screaming at me about ipad minis I, we had one left i wanted to go in the back Buy it with my own money just so I can break it in front of everybody. <laughs> just snap it over my knee and then throw it on the ground. So you go, this? You want this, motherfucker? Throw it on the are ground. You, are you not entertained? <laughs> I will kick. <laughs> I will kick. <laughs> it's funny so that what? It, it's funny. That's a great segue into my fail of the year, which is. I I originally listed it as the Apple's iPhone 5, but then I just added 
Apple in general. Um, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. I just let's, let's throw a blanket over this one. Um, now I know everybody always says, you know, "Oh, Apple haters, Apple." Haters. No, it's it's because the the. I, it's I, it's one of those things where it's like which came first, the chicken or the egg? So it's kind of like which became first, the douchebags or the or the people that bought the Apple products? Um, because it just seems that people that buy Apple products tend to become douchebags or vice versa. Um, they become douchebags about it. Like they become yeah. douchebags about technology. Yeah. Because they they have this elitist attitude, and not everybody. I mean, I meet plenty of people who just love Mac. They love the interface, you know, stuff like that, and they're completely fine with everything else. They just that's what they prefer to use. But there is th- that class of customer or that class of person that they're like, oh, I'm gonna try the iPhone. I'm like, oh, I really dig this. I'm gonna get an iPad. Okay, now because you have to get everything for everything to work together. Right. And then they they become this. Apple's the only one who knows how to make technology fucking attitude. Yeah. And they're also broke as shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me, like the, the iPad, the iPhone five to me was a big fail because all it was, was just an extra row of apps and it actually had 4g. Okay, great. Cool. So you caught up with everybody. Yeah. You, that's, yeah. That's sweet. Basically. Yeah. You caught up with everybody. Also the fail was dropping of Google maps. Um, yeah, the for, ultimate fail was Apple Maps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which my friend my friend demonstrated for me how the quote unquote three D on like a two D plane works. <laughs> like if you have an iPhone and you have Apple Maps, look up the Hoover Dam. And when you're looking at the Hoover Dam and satellite, just move the screen like left to right and the dam looks like it's painted onto the mountain. <laughs> It's so fucking failed, dude. <laughs> that they that, and and the fact that they had no choice but to approve Google Maps' app. So now yeah. Google Maps is back on the iPhone. Um, but yeah, the iPad Mini, which is just a shrunken version of the iPad Two, um, the i the the iPad Three, and then the six months later, the release of the iPad Four. Yeah, the iPad Four coming out, and 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 literally the iPad Three has been discontinued. Yeah, like they completely have just stopped. Yeah, and, and it, it's like. People just bought that fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, and but the thing is, is that like, you know, uh, you know, people bitch about it, and uh, you know, people are complaining. Oh, I just spent all this money and bought this. Well, yeah, Apple isn't concerned with you, the people that are going to buy every product that they want. They're concerned about the people that haven't bought it yet. So yeah. they so could, that's what people don't realize. They don't. They don't realize that 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 the company could give a shit about you. They're worrying about, oh, that dude doesn't have one, and that dude. I was on the bus and I saw five people that didn't have one. You know, we need to change that. You know, that- you know what? That that is. I'm happy that you brought that. That was an excellent point. And you can definitely tell that when you look at the business models of Apple compared to, um, I want to say oranges, uh, compared <laughs> to to Windows, to Microsoft. Microsoft already has the majority, so their main goal is retention mm-hmm. and also. Um, just improving on what they have, right. which you see what they're – I mean whether you think it's an improvement or not. You see what they're trying to do with Windows 8. Mac is constantly trying to come up with new shit because they don't – their commercials and their ad campaign and their marketing makes you think that they're the best, <laughs> but they, they're not. Like they have a very small percentage of the uh, of the computer users in the world, um, and then there's Linux, which has even smaller <laughs> – uh, use it for desktops anyway, um, but they don't give a fuck because it's free. So the I, 
you know that's 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 a good point though. I've never heard anyone say it before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, look at the the iPad four. Perfect example: the iPad four and the and the iPhone five, both come with uh, lightning ports now. Yeah. Instead yeah. of the normal, um, I think they called it thirty pin. Yeah. So basically, if you already had an iPad, you are fucked now because all of your accessories do not work anymore. <laughs> your dock, your charging cables, everything—they're right. they, all bullshit now. Yeah. So you have to buy new. Shit. They don't care if you have to buy new shit. Yeah, and, and and you're not their concern because at this point they know you will buy whatever they dish out. They're looking for the people that don't have it yet. They're looking for people like me and like Adam who don't have it. And they, yeah, they, and they're they're, they're going to keep on looking. Because. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'm happy with my. I have an iPod, you know, and that's the classic iPad. That's not even the touch. It's the classic iPod, and I'm happy, perfectly happy with my S3. And my lap and my PCs. So you know, but and I'm perfectly happy with whatever Frankenstein fucking computer <laughs> I have at the moment. I have to be able to fuck with my computer. Like I can't get a computer. I can't. Yeah, I, I, me too. I just, I, I have to, I have to be able to get in there and do shit. But Adam, I want to know <laughs> who fails more than Apple. My fail, and I think that out of even just not just technology, but the Biggest fail of 2012 for me, in life, other than the mind. Life in general. Mind, um, <laughs> in life in general, is um, is Rim. Wow. The, the people who put out uh, Blackberries. Research in motion. Research in motion, which is is just ironic that they're <laughs> called that. Um, the the term trying too hard <laughs> is Rim is it's not even it's beyond the in 2011. Rim was too little, too late. In 2012, Rim is just pathetic. Like, it's I don't even know why they still exist. Um, the BlackBerry platform, the Rim operating system, yeah, is dated. Uh, applications that people use on a daily basis on the Android and the iPhone platform have flat out said we are not supporting BlackBerry. Yeah. Like we're never going to because everyone knows that they're on borrowed time. No, no one knows – the only reason they're around is I think because they still have those contracts with um, corporations. Yeah, even – they, they even lost – you know, they've lost uh, partnerships with the, the U.S. government. They've gone to either yeah. Android or Apple. Yeah, and it's – it's. Um, I've seen some of their new phones that have come out. Uh, I've I've played with them. I've I've checked them out. They are not worth anyone's time. Yeah, and, and then it, I mean, and then the whole was it BlackBerry Ten that yeah. the, that that still got pushed back even further. So now we're looking maybe like spring of 2013 for it to come out. It's like that should be out already. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 failed promises. It's um, poor technology, poor implication of said technology, um, and just an inability to move with the times and to keep up with your competition. They will not be I, – I will, I will be incredibly impressed if they have anything new coming out in 2013, towards the end of 2013. Mm-hmm. I think they're just going to start quietly dying or turn into something different and stop trying to sell phones to – to us, to normal people, because yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they became like a Nextel, where oh, right. 
where they were just selling to corporations, they could fit in that market. But selling to to you and me and 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 people in in like normal everyday people, it's no, it's not going to happen. Everyone's either getting an iPhone or an Android, or Windows Phone is 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 there. They're moving just slowly, but it's it's when Windows Phone is doing better than your platform, and your platform's been around longer than the other two. Right. I mean, it's it's pathetic. Like I just. The word pathetic has been said seven times, and I want to say it more. It's just, <laughs> let's just move away. I think everyone knows rim sucks. <laughs> yeah, at this point, yeah. They rim job themselves. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah I went there. Yeah, you did. <laughs> All right, so, oh, yeah, you're, you, this is your, your bit. So, <clears throat> comics. Win a meh and a fail. So, uh, for winning... Who who won for you? Um, for me, I actually have to say DC's Earth Two. Um, I had to. I, I the whole for me the whole uh, reboot of the DCU didn't really seem that much different than the original DC universe. But um, I mean, some slight origin changes, things like that. But I really liked how they brought Earth Two into the mix. You know. To yeah. me, it just seemed like more of a, um, I, I just more of a more fluid and felt more organic and 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 like starting off with Superman, Wonder Woman, and and Batman being killed off, you know, was just I thought just a great way to bring up and now it's forming to the you know Justice League of America, um, concept. So I I, I was really I actually had low expectations for the Earth two. But it's actually one of the comics that and um, uh, World's Finest are like the two that I'm I'm really following in that. Mm-hmm. So uh, for me, I thought that was a that was a big uh, a big win there. Yeah, and I actually I have to admit that I haven't read this one yet. Definitely though, if it's gonna be Steve's win for the year, <laughs> I think I might have to pick it up. Um, my win for the year was actually um, the Batman line of comic books currently out. Except for Batman Incorporated, just I don't like that idea. But the um, yeah. the Batman, uh, the Dark, the Dark Knight, uh, the normal Batman, um, Detective Comics, um, really impressed with the writing, the artwork, everything, as well as the Joker's return and the retelling of a death in the family that's currently going on, um, is just the way all these books are tied together. I think is really clean. It's it's really it's just a really solid job. Um, and it's got me ex- excited for comic books in a way that I haven't been excited for comic books in a long time. Um, and I'm I'm thoroughly just impressed with what they're doing with it. I think I think Batman the Batman books are the strongest that um, the New Fifty Two that has come out of the New Fifty Two um, so far. Other than Justice League's pretty dope too, but yeah, just saying. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, th- if you haven't read those two comics, um, go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> so the man, the you know what, it wasn't bad, it wasn't good, whatever. Um, Steve, what what, what we got going on? Avengers versus X Men. Mm. Um, and you were fucking hyped about this. I shit. was, I was really hyped about it, but there was no need for it to be twelve issues. Um, it could have really, it it could have really done in probably about like five or six, yeah. um, especially being biweekly. Um, to me, 
uh, Avengers versus X Men really kind of felt like Flashpoint. Like it ha- it was great in concept, but the execution seemed to be very weak, moving from what was supposed to move into the Marvel Now universe. Um, you know, it, it, so for me, it was just like. It was it was entertaining. It was kind of cool seeing you know Psychops kind of go nutty and and then Professor X being killed for the umpteenth time. Um, <laughs> you know uh, how many motherfucking times <laughs> do you have to die? <laughs> yeah, you know and and then you know but seeing like Captain America toe to toe with with you know the X Men class and the Avengers class that was really cool. But um, all in all, I it, it didn't. It wasn't a it wasn't a fail for me because it was entertaining and it, but it wasn't a huge win for me but it was definitely better than Fear itself. Yeah. Fear itself was weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, yours surprised me. My my Matt is uh is actually Suicide Squad and I was a huge advocate of this book when yeah. it came out and um, I just feel that it's 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 gone stale. I mean um it's Let's be honest. It's a secondary book. It's not a main storyline, um, and the problem with that is, is if it doesn't stay, if it doesn't keep it up, it just falls behind too quickly. Um, when the Joker returned in the other Batman books, they did tie it in Suicide, Suicide Squad, obviously because Harley Quinn is a member of the Suicide Squad. Um, they tied it in beautifully. Uh, it, it was great. You know, she did a little escape routine from the Suicide Squad, and she went fucking nutty for a little bit, and. The whole bit of it was great, um, but right after that, it's just the book just—it's stale. I mean, it's, it, there's nothing. It's still okay, but it's there's nothing really going on. I, I feel like they could pick it up, but they probably won't. Yeah, it's just—I mean, Harley now is is a, is like a shell of her former self. Like she's not crazy anymore. They're trying to do that, okay. which make, makes her just a boring blonde in the background. Right. Um, and the other characters now, they tried to flesh them out, but they're they're all secondary characters. The only character that's that's remotely interesting is Deadshot, but he's you know we already know his shit now <laughs> in the in the in the book, so it's whatever. They keep introducing more characters, and they're all fucking third string. Nobody gives a fuck characters. <laughs> yeah, um, you were all about this in the beginning too. Mm-hmm. You were trying to get me to read it. You know, and I swear up and down, if you want to read from issue one to like that, the tie-in with um, Death in the Family or with the Joker's return, do it. Have at it. Buy a trade. But after that, I mean, you could skip it. it it's it's I'm still I still read it because I I want it to do better, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to. <laughs> <laughs> so, what failed in comics this year? For me, failure is. Or was and is going to be, <laughs> and forever um, will be, and forever will be uh, the whole superior Spider-Man thing. Um, it started with Amazing Spider-Man number seven hundred, the final issue, where spoiler alert, by the way, in case you haven't read it yet, Peter Parker dies again, but in the main universe, and somehow. He's like dead in every universe now. Yeah, now he's dead in every universe, yeah. And Dr. Octopus suddenly has this this desire to be Spider-Man, but a better one. So instead of being a mate, he wants to be a superior Spider-Man. So he's now going to be Spider-Man. And, um, 
and which makes absolutely no sense <laughs> right and and just the whole fact i mean just the the, the fact that you know it, the death the, the thing was is like the death that he they gave him in ultimate spider-man in the ultimate comics was so much more impactful i thought it made him go out really really well this one just seemed cheap and weak and more of a stunt to just fit into the marvel now universe which i think is going to end up being canceled after 12 issues because yeah. so far the the reaction and it hasn't been fanboy reaction like like oh no spider-man has to be peter parker or nothing like that it's always been it sucked the writing was shit it was hollow there it just kind of felt like out of left field um just them trying to make something more than what it should have been so let's be honest too you can tell look at the movies the books and and the the direction of the books Marvel wants you to read their ultimate line. Yeah. They, they don't want you to read the old ones anymore. Yeah. And, and and you can tell – and this was a, a glaring example of that, of just the poor execution of of the end of Peter Parker in the main line. And I, I honestly thought it was a slap in the face. I mean that, that's that's been a character – It's a dick slap in the face. Yeah. That was a mushroom tip fucking greasy hobo dick slap in the face. Like it was, <laughs> it was just disgusting. That was so precise to be random. And you know, you know what's funny is I haven't read it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only going on the pure fact that Steve has told me what happened and I'm I'm upset. <laughs> I have it and I don't want to read it. Yeah. And I wasn't I wasn't following the Amazing Spider-Man anymore because I've I'm more of a DC fan, you know, but I read it when I was a kid and it's still the same universe as when I was a kid. Right. And now that it's it's ended and it ended like that, I'm just like that why fuck you. You know, that, that makes me not want to read Marvel. Yeah. It's sloppy shit like that. Yeah, uh-huh. so I don't know. We'll so see what happens. You're you're uh your fail of the year. What sucked mm. balls so bad that going it going to my failure of the year? Go, going over to my uh, my boys over in DC. <laughs> um, there's always one, you know. There's always yeah, one. There's got to be one. Um, Dial H was such a poorly written book. I I I wept openly when I read it. It was just you have this fat, lazy, pathetic dude. Which is fine in its own right. Who goes to a phone booth, <laughs> dials H for here. He dials hero down the thing, and he becomes a random hero. I think the first hero he became was like Smokey McSmoke or something. Yeah, like, it was like a chimney man or something. Yeah, and and the idea of it is okay. They've done it before. Um, they used to have this book called Hero, which I actually really liked, and um, it was like this dude who was a dishwasher, and he found this like talisman, and he would become a random hero, and he didn't always get the greatest powers, and it, it was cool, you know, it was a good idea. So they're doing that in Dial H, um, but it's just you do not like the main character because yeah. he's a fucking asshole. Like he's an asshole, period. Yeah. And and yeah, he had tragedy and all that, but he's one of those people where something bad happened to him, so now the world owes him shit. Right. And he's not learning anything. <laughs> he's just still an asshole, yeah. but now he can be a superhero every once in a while. Yeah. You know, and, and the problem is, is how can you have how can, <laughs> how can the main character of a story be not likable? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I remember reading that and I reading the reviews leading up to it like Oh my god! It was like 
glorious reviews and oh it was so this that and i read it and i'm like oh my god this this sucks donkey balls it was yeah, just and, like what the hell and i i give a book three issues when it comes out until i i say yay or nay I'm like yeah sometimes the first issue is a little rocky trying to get the fucking intro shit out real quick you know i got to two issues i couldn't i couldn't go it, it just <laughs> i couldn't do it. it it was just such a poorly written book whoever put that book together should be shot <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah wow it was insulting as a comic book reader <laughs> now it was insulting as part of humanity <laughs> it should be sent to the hague That's right. tried for crimes against humanity all right so september 11th was it no i'm just kidding <laughs> oh, wow. now we're getting crazy now we're getting now we're getting crazy. Uh, is this your boy? That's what you wanted. <laughs> you wanted to. You wanted to go to DC and just I go. Is this your boy? DC and I want to find the writers for Dialation. Is this your boy? Is it this you right here? This your boy right here? You're both fucked up right now. I'm smoking my e cig. I'm doing. It's like fucking bitches, dude. All right. And, so uh, movies and TV this year, which yeah, we basically came down to mostly movies uh, or all movies. Um, so my win for the year, which probably shouldn't surprise most people, um, was The Avengers. Yes. But I did note that a close, close second was 21 Jump Street. I agree with both of these choices. Yeah. Um, 21 first, Jump Street surprised the shit out of me. Yeah, I, I wanted to hate that movie so bad, but I just could not hate it at all. Um, first off, let's The Avengers. Um, for me, The Avengers was the comic book movie I had been waiting four years for. Yes. Um, it, uh, to me, it just had the right balance of comedy and action and just being able to grow with those characters from their individual movies and then seeing them together and then just getting all that backstory bullshit out of the way. So, so you can just have a badass movie? Yeah, so you can just... Yeah. Like, you know, it's like we all had their individual movies, so they all had their their growing pains and all that shit. So then you can just have them all together, just being complete badasses. And uh, and and Joss Whedon, I thought, put it together beautifully. Um, all the actors worked really well together. I loved Mark Ruffalo as as the Hulk, um, and then the way they did the Hulk um, looked amazing. So uh, for me, I just yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, this, the movie you know has some flaws in it it's not you know by far a perfect movie but it was a really enjoyable movie that yeah, I but is there is there a perfect i mean that goes on the, the vein of nothing's perfect yeah nothing's perfect and you know. you know but uh but like i i just i i loved the avengers and it would just was so much of uh and and also being a marvel a, a marvel fan it was just like you know, skeet, 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 But yeah, like the uh, 21 Jump Street, though, being a close second, really surprised <laughs> the fuck out of me. I mean, I Channing Tatum. I hate him. He's not talented at all, but he, I, I bought him as a total meathead. You know? No, you know what? 21 Jump Street, I actually now think he's talented because he he did the comedy perfectly. I mean, his delivery of the jokes, everything was perfect. Um, I think the thing is, is that he's, and let's be honest, he's incredibly pretty. Yeah. <laughs> so I think he just gets put in those roles that he really doesn't. You don't have to act; you just have to stand there and look good. Yeah. 
you know. But um, <laughs> it's like, oh, I obviously wasn't talking to you, big titties, <laughs> fucking Ice Cube, dude. <laughs> when I'm talking to him, I'm talking to him. When I'm talking to you, or when I say shut the fuck up, I'm talking to you. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to hate that movie so bad. Like, I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? But then I saw it. It was just fucking hilarious. I had never, I had never seen. 21 Jump Street, the original one. I didn't even know. I knew it existed, but I didn't know what it was. I just thought it was a school show, like they were in school. So you guys have to realize that I'm I'm not terribly younger than Steve, but enough to I miss some of the 80s shows like, <laughs> because I was like a, a baby. Like I didn't see them. So I saw the movie kind of more with a fresh perspective. Um and I have gone back and watched a few of the a few of the shows. The show's funny as shit. Um, but the uh, the movie was awesome. I the movie was awesome when they were tripping on that fucking truck. <laughs> my favorite part of that entire movie, hands down, is when the trucks wouldn't explode, and then the chicken str- truck explodes. They go, that explodes. <laughs> yeah. it's, my favorite part of the whole movie was when they arrested that guy in the beginning. And uh, you know, and then like you know, basically like you know, fucking him on the grass and shit like you that. The, you have the right to, you have the right to suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was just the shit was just hilarious. I mean, I yeah, I was really really surprised with that movie, and it just it cracked me up. You know, Fuck you, science. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so uh, what was your uh your win? of 2012 so my one in 2012 and there's going to be a bit a bit a bit <laughs> of an impasse on this one between steve and i but my win was a dark knight rises and um i went into that movie not knowing how i was going to feel because i i was like bane you know <laughs> like whatever you know what i mean like they could have picked someone cooler you know because i'm a huge batman fan so i obviously have my opinions on how the movie should be and who should be picked and all that. Uh, but when I, I saw the movie in IMAX and all that, and, and it was um, it was really good. I mean, the the performance of uh, of Bane was just amazing for me. Yeah, the voice thing kind of got on my nerves. But Batman's voice gets on my fucking nerves too, but I kind of <laughs> got over that. Um, the the overall storyline I, I thought was great. Um, there was a, was a moment in that movie where I did forget the cardinal rule of Batman that he never he never loses. I thought he fucking lost in that movie. Like I was like, "Fuck." Yeah. Um, the I just really liked it. I thought I thought all the act the acting and it was solid. Um, I thought the uh, what what did I what was like the glaring thing that I I just like the overall message of it too. Like he was just overcoming everything and coming back, and he came back and whooped everybody's fucking ass. I thought um, Catwoman, oh yeah, Anne Hathaway. I thought she was. Other than being incredibly fucking mind-numbingly hot, um, <laughs> I thought that she she did a great performance in in the Nolan the Nolan Batman universe. I think she right. fit perfectly well because it wouldn't it wouldn't have made sense. And a lot of people online were like, "Oh, she you know this she's not crazy." Catwoman was always a little off. I'm like, yeah, in in a different universe. I mean, this yeah. universe makes a little more sense. Right. And if you're gonna be a a thief, professional thief. You're not going to be crazy. Right. You're going to be smart. You're going to be calculated. You're going to handle business. And I think um, I really enjoyed that part of it. So we could move from that 
into, into your meh. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's it's funny too because my meh was actually the Dark Knight Rises. Now, before people jump on me and say, "Oh, fucking Marvel fanboy," no, I I you did... fucking Marvel fan, <laughs> you Marvel fucking zombie. Now, um, <laughs> the the thing was is I liked the Dark Knight. Um. Uh, compared to Peter, who didn't like it all that much, um, Peter didn't like it at all. Yeah, he he liked it, but he really had a lot of problems with it. Um, I mine I got the message like Batman is a symbol, so it didn't have to be Bruce Wayne behind the mask. Well, they drilled it into your fucking head. So. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, but no, but I got it even from the first film. You know, it was like yeah. Batman's That's a symbol. The overall, the overall bit of it. Yeah, so. the overall bit of it was that the symbol loved Anne Hathaway as as Catwoman, especially when she got on the the bike. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Um, uh, there were flaws in it that I I thought, and it was had nothing to do with Bane. I actually liked Bane's voice. You know, why would you kill? Why would you shoot him on? You know, um, I I liked his voice too, and I think I think there was one or two times I didn't understand him, but it was because I was at IMAX. Yeah, and it was so fucking loud. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I thought the movie probably could have been a little shorter. They could have cut out some of the characters, you know. Um, but oh, one it, character that was completely useless was the police chief. Yes. He the, – that I will agree. Why was he there? Yeah. He had no purpose. If only, if only to challenge Gordon. Yeah. But Gordon didn't really require it. We already know Gordon's a fucking badass. Like yeah. we don't have – we don't need to confirm that in the third movie. Exactly. Exactly. By that point, it's established. He's just going to kick anyone's ass. I did like um, uh, the, the other guy though, the one from um, – he was in Inception. Oh, Gordon, yeah, Joseph. I guess I can spoilers on fucking The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, if you haven't seen it by now, fail on your part. Yeah, um, the one who's going to be Nightwing. Yeah. Um, basically, he was he was fantastic. I, th- yeah. I thought that would fit in. But, yeah, the police chief was just a schmuck. Like, yeah. There was no reason yeah. for him to be there. Yeah, you know, and, and and then the fact that they only used and, – and Kyle kind of meant, said it, and, and, and he kind of summed up kind of what I thought is that Talia al Ghul – has such a rich backstory. Yeah. And they only used it to serve for the purpose of the movie. Like they only really served it to have she was only there to the foil. for a reason for Bane to be there. That's, yeah. That's really all she was there for. Yeah, and and that to me cheated. I felt cheated it. Um but you know, but also too coming off The Dark Knight, it 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 felt uh it was, you know, of the th- it was probably the second best because you know, compared to like Batman Begins, I I thought that um, like leaving the movie, I was like it was good, but it didn't leave me like oh my god that was. See, so and good. I think I think right there is where is the reason why it's in my win and in your man because I made it very. I'm a huge Joker fan. Yeah, and I know Steve knows that. Um, it is I I will sit there and speak for hours on just the philosophy of the character, and I made it a point. To separate those two movies, to not put them in the same list, because I I would always pick The Dark Knight because of what villain is in it. Right. So I think that kind of does that too, because you're you're more comparing those two side by side, and it change it skews it doesn't skew it, but it changes your per- well, perception of even it. Even if you look at it as a as a trilogy, like it's supposed to, a three act 
you know, the beginning's always always set up. You have the middle, which is a confrontation. Then you have the resolution, which is always going to be weaker than the confrontation. Yeah. And and I think in, in that aspect, yeah, it didn't quite thrill me as much as, um, I mean, yeah, when you have the Joker, yeah, you're it you're always it's going to be hard pressed to get a villain that's going to, you know, take to do it and and Bane, yeah, I mean, to me, Bane is an odd choice to be a main villain. It, it, but it worked. I think it, he made it work. I, but it he, is it is a weird choice. Yeah, yeah. And, it, it, and he did make it work. I loved him as as Bane, um, but yeah, I, I just felt it was kind of an odd choice to to make him that villain. But I wanted um, I actually wanted uh, them to put to put Penguin in there somewhere, mm. and, and I think I think because Penguin would have fit in the Nolan universe very well as a aristocratic behind the scenes like well, collector yeah. of antiquities type that kind of penguin if not you the read, weird fucking living in the sewer penguin yeah if you read batman earth 1 that's the kind of that's the kind of penguin that that would have worked perfectly in nolan's universe and and that that's mainly what the penguin is in, in all the comic books anyway yeah. he's not really like the one um and and i'm not taking anything away from the second the second batman from the 80s a wonderful movie um but he's not really like that yeah. He's more. He's he's a he's a trader. He's he's you know black market kind of guy, and he he's the one that the villains go to to get shit. Right. You know. Um. But I I really that that was the one thing that that had me kind of like I don't know about this movie before I saw it because I, I I thought that for me Bane versus Penguin I'm like why are we why are we fucking with the secondary character right right you know what I mean but obviously I was proven wrong but. <laughs> <laughs> um so you're meh oh yeah i have a meh too don't yeah. i um my meh was actually amazing spider-man and uh, i liked amazing spider-man i did okay and everything that i'm gonna say i didn't like i still understand why it happened that doesn't mean i still don't like it um <laughs> One, the reboot came too soon. Yes. Fully understand that Marvel now had the reins and they and it's a huge character for them and they really wanted to put their fucking stake in it. I, I got it. You know, but I just I it was too it was too fucking soon. You know, and, and the third one, not being the strongest of the three, <laughs> wasn't that bad. It okay. it almost felt like they're like, Fuck, the third one sucked. <laughs> you know, the, you know, it wasn't that bad. Um the villain choice this is all really personal opinion but i've never been to end of the lizard um kind of a boring character for me i also didn't like how this lizard looked um i i believe the actor that played um played the doctor i forget his name now the the one who is the lizard yeah i feel that was yeah i feel that was a strong choice um he he did very well great actor I, i remember him in a few other films um, he's a lay off the sauce, though, as we saw from Comic Con. Oh yeah, I know, right? <laughs> saying, but um, <laughs> he uh, he did a fantastic job. the The acting was fantastic. The story was fantastic. Um, I really do enjoy. Um, oh, what's his name? Dude? The one who played Peter Parker, Andrew Garfield. I really enjoy him as as uh, as Spider Man. I, I think, did too. I re- I think he he is better than um the other one i can't remember Toby Maguire. Shit. yeah um i thought he was a better troll spider-man that that spider-man that you see in the comics you know the that, one that's cracking jokes and being a dumbass just, yeah 
And uh, I I also want to say I'm really impressed with his accent. Like, <laughs> not even a trace of being from England. Like, he's just, like, perfect. Um, uh, my favorite scene of that whole thing was him in that car when that guy, you know, if you're going to break into a car, don't dress like a car thief. Where yeah. he was just totally being what you expected him to be. Oh, you found my weakness, small knives. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's um, like... But let's stop praising the movie because it is in my mass spot. <laughs> um, the those two things, and then also just um, I don't know, just the movie to me, I feel the second is going to be better than the first one. Yeah, personally, um, I I think, and I think they just confirmed who the next villain was going to be, and I haven't read it yet. Um, oh yeah, Electro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be Jamie Foxx, yeah. right? Yeah, that movie's gonna be way better yeah. than the first one. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that the first one was bad. It just one, it felt rushed. The whole movie felt rushed. Yeah. To be honest, um, I do like the Gwen Stacy bit, of course, you know, but um, I don't know. It, it just it just seemed rushed to me. Whatever. No, I, I I agree. I mean, I liked Amazing Spider-Man simply because I liked Andrew Garfield in it, and um. Uh, his his portrayal of Spider-Man. Um, yeah, I didn't like the fact that they rebooted it so early. That was one of the things that kept me from loving the movie um, was the fact that they rebooted it so early and we had to go through the whole fucking origin story all over again. And, um, and also something that, that really isn't the fault of the Amazing Spider-Man movie, but in a year when the Avengers and the Dark Knight Rises comes out, yeah. you're kind of the bitch of the three. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And that's not really... If the, if this movie would have came out in 2013 or 2011, it might have might have played a little stronger yeah. for me. But I had just come off seeing the Avengers and the Dark yeah. Knight Rises, so this movie was like, oh, that was that was a cool comic book movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, and, and and I agree, and I, and I was always against the whole fact that the reboot was so early and it was just, yeah, I mean, it just was something we had to sit through in order to get to the good bit, and. Uh, but yeah, I mean, to me, it just was. Yeah, I mean, I I I totally agree with you on that. I and you know I, but to me, it just seemed like of the three, the Dark Knight kind of just was more meh for me. Yeah. All right. So really quickly, I think we can burn through the last two that we have in the fail column. Yeah, yeah, real quick. <laughs> uh, for me, most summer movies this year of 2012 were probably the biggest fails of the year uh i mean we had you had movies like battleship and dark shadows um and and a slew of other films that failed to do any kind of business during the summer and and more often than not it was simply just shit um you know uh, the the high profile movies the high profile movie pretty much was like the avengers and um the dark knight rises and amazing spider-man yeah this was definitely um a really strong year for comic book movies yeah um and, and there were still some good movies that came out i mean but it just a lot of them too were like real specialty movies yeah um like the one with ben Aff- ben affleck in it where he wrote it uh that came out this year it was about political it's like political stuff and you although like Argo? yeah although rated a great i haven't seen it yet but i've heard nothing but good things about it that's one of those movies that it's not a big summer blockbuster yeah you know it's it's more of a sit down at your house and discuss it yeah yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. so i mean because you also had movies like snow white and the huntsman which didn't do very much on Un- the uh, uh, underworld 
Ghost Rider, Men in Black 3, yeah. Prometheus, you know. Prometheus, I, I haven't seen that yet, and I heard people just fucking complaining about it left and right. I, I mean, I heard some people be like, oh my god, the movie was great, and others that were just like, meh, I dread. Um, Which I even forgot came out. Yeah. Dread um, and uh, Total Recall. Total Recall, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know those came out. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, like Brave, I forgot. John Carter, the biggest fail of the year. Yeah. Um, the Three Stooges, you know, Wrath of the Titans, this, you know. I, I actually saw Brave. Brave was, it was a good movie, but it wasn't a very, like, it was just kind of a paint-by-numbers type of story. You know, just, she doesn't want to be who people think she wants to, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Summer movies. Um, mine, I got a little more specific, was just uh, horror movies. I am j- I'm just over the bullshit. I mean, horror movies nowadays are just so fucking lacking in story and they're just all about trying to gross you out. And, um, I miss the days of, of like, um, poltergeist and, um, the exorcist and, and movies that really not only freaked you the fuck out, it made you think a little bit too, right. you know, about, about not just the supernatural, but morality as a, as a whole. And, and it really just like sparked some conversation. I mean, Movies now they're just made to make fucking tween girls scream, but that's right. really all that. And and I think uh, that's why people say, "Do you watch horror movies?" I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I've given up on that genre. Like, um, it's and and I'm a little skewed too because the supernatural for me, I'm very, I'm very against a lot of supernatural shit, if not all of it. So even seeing it in the in a movie, if it's not placed in a scientific way. Like a superhero movie would be, even if it doesn't, <laughs> even if it isn't completely accurate, but it's still, they're not saying, oh, because a ghost did it, <laughs> you know, um, it, it stories just, uh, there, there's no story in, in the horror movies that I've been seeing. And, and now we're seeing, um, the reality show equivalent of a fucking movie, um, paranormal activity, Oh yeah. which, which these movies need to go. Cause they're just, they're stupid. Like they're just dumb. Um, I don't know if you agree with me or not, but you know. no, I I totally agree, and you know I miss the the days of yeah, like The Exorcist or um right, or or even like the original Nightmare on Elm Street or you know the just the movies. slasher films from the eighties yeah 80s. you know it just it's just now it's just who can be more grotesque who can just you know make the, the you know it started with the final Final Destination films. You know, yeah. the the being the most creative way to kill people, and and, and that's like, that's and where it lost it. In, they did that in the past with Nightmare on Elm Street or yeah. with Friday the Thirteenth. But the difference there is, once they made a movie like that, they didn't take themselves too seriously. Yeah. Now you have like Final Destination, which or Saw, Saw oh, fucking yeah. fifteen, um, where it's trying to act like it's a fucking Oscar worthy film, <laughs> but it's not. It's yeah. just a fucking silly shit you know <laughs> it's like find your fucking genre and stick in it don't don't try to act like you're you're something bigger than you are <laughs> i'm just saying you know <laughs> anyway anyways um, so real quick our our wins uh matched up for games this year um both of us chose assassin's creed 3 well, first we should say that there wasn't a whole lot of big things that came out this year. No, games were a little light this year. Yeah. 
Um, but it's st- not 2011. Yeah, I know, right? But still, though, not to take anything away, I think Assassin's Creed was probably one of the most anticipated games. Unlike next year, it's going to be Grand Theft Auto. Um, yeah. It's probably one of the most anticipated games of next year. But um, Grand Theft Auto, fucking um, Tomb Raider. Shock, Tomb Raider. Um, there's, 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 it's, 2013 is going to be bigger than 2012. Yeah, by far. But, and we're also getting announcements for new consoles, too, which is yeah. kind of a big deal. Um, but yeah, you know, I to me, just the fucking whole aspect of it coming to America um was was fucking sick and the, the just the idea of being the able... time the time of america when america was nothing but badass yeah you know and uh you know just just dealing with that and then i like like the whole benedict arnold dlc pack i mean that i, I don't normally get dlc packs for games because most of the times they're usually multiplayer but mm-hmm. This particular one, aside from like Arkham City, but this particular one actually had a DLC pack that I wanted to get, and uh, so so for me, when that's always a plus. <laughs> and aside from that, um, Assassin's Creed Three Liberation on the Vita, which was um, that one for me was pretty interesting. I mean, it's on the Vita, but still, it's nice that they didn't just try to make a weak-ass port of yeah. Assassin's 3. They made an entirely different game within the same universe, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, that they took the time to, to develop yeah. that and utilize the Vita with that. And, and yeah. Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, is, for, for me, has always been one of those series of games that you can tell the, the developers really love the game. Yeah. Like, they're extremely passionate. Um, and I've... I've Assassin's Creed has always blown me out of the fucking water about how cool it is. And this one is just like the shit. You know, I, I've, I've played a little bit of it. I'll be honest, I haven't got too big into it, but it's definitely first on my fucking list yeah. over all of the games I mean, right now. Even just that, that ship battle is is, yeah. is fucking a trip. But yeah. yeah, so for me, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think we, I mean, we discussed this a little bit and I had had Assassin's Creed and, you know, we kind of just, what the fuck did come out this year? You know, then after a while, we're like going, yeah, you know, but the most one that mostly everyone talked about was Assassin's Creed. Yeah. So um, and, and the first person shooters that came out. But I mean, that's that's play by numbers bullshit. I mean, let's be honest. You know, yeah. nobody's new. A new a new modern warfare coming out. It's like a new Madden. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Right. Uh, so. Uh, yeah. So I think that covers our win on this mm-hmm. one. So that would be meh. It would be next. Who who and yours isn't a game. It's actually a, a platform. Yeah, I actually my meh is the Nintendo Wii U. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because one, it doesn't. In, I mean, <laughs> and I and it's just basically going to reiterate everything that I've ever said up to this point about the Wii U, is that the touchscreen pad just seems like an external options menu to me. Yeah, most of the games that are released for it are games that I already have on my PS3 or Xbox. <laughs> um, but and and just the slow rollout of the shit that they're doing, like the the Wii TV just came out. You know, it's just available, and the system's been out for what about a month at this mm-hmm. point. You know, um, they're they're kind of piss poor selection in games. To, so to me, it just the Wii U is not. It, what they have is not the biggest option for is not the biggest like it isn't a big motivator for me to go out and get it like i'm like you know what i, I can still stick with the wii 
you know, I'm still good with that. Yeah, and 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 we were talking about this before. For me, the Wii U, typical of Nintendo, where they have something that has a lot of potential and they don't build on it. Yeah. Um, and 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 you really see the potential, the full potential of the touchpad for the Wii U if you play um the new Rayman on there. I mean, the integration between playing on the touchpad as well as on the screen is amazing. Um, the problem is, is that it's the only game that does that. The system's been out for what a month now, yeah, and we haven't heard anything about it. And, and it's, and it's, it's, it's one of those things. Like if that, if the touchscreen thing fails, the whole system is moot at that point. Well, that's the thing. Is like the Wii U is Nintendo's biggest secret. Like half that stuff we don't even know. What yeah, they're supposed to do. We and, and a lot of things that were promised haven't. They they haven't not only haven't happened yet, but no one knows if they're going to happen. Yeah, well, because Nintendo's not talking about anything. Yeah, I mean the biggest the b- chief one in the beginning was the whole fucking buying extra pads. Oh well, those aren't available quite yet. You know. Yeah. Wait. An extra controller is yeah. it is it available? It's like come on. Yeah. Now, let's get it together. You're already making them. Exactly. You can't put them in a smaller box and put a fucking price tag on it. Like, right. Come on. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> oh man. They have awesome um uh their displays at Best Buy mm-hmm. are fucking amazing for two reasons. One, they're just really nice. <laughs> two, running Ubuntu because it actually crashed oh. because the fucking kid was messing with it and it rebooted and it said Ubuntu and it was loading. I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> it's like I have no idea why it's running Ubuntu. But it's Uh-oh. it's there. So um so what's your meh? Mm. My meh is actually Diablo 3. And um, while Diablo 3 is a great game... Before we get the hate mail. Yeah, Diablo 3 is a great game. You know, I also don't suck uh, any particular um, video game developer's teeth, for one. So I'm Blizzard. not just going to go... Blizzard. Oh, it made, it's made by Blizzard, so I have to love it. No, I'll love it if it's a good game. <laughs> um, Diablo 3 is a great game. <laughs> But if it wasn't a Blizzard game, everyone would see it as what it is right now, a fucking train wreck since it's come <laughs> out. Um, the the game itself is great, but the implication of some of the things is horrible. PvP's on hold right now. That's fucking sad for yeah. a Diablo game. Um, the constant on DRM bullshit is bullshit, first <laughs> of all. It barely works in the beginning. I mean, people were getting banned for nothing. Yeah. Um, the... The game also, as as good as it is, it actually is a pretty big departure from what Diablo was all about back in the Diablo 2 days. And I understand a lot of that because Diablo 2 came out a long time ago, so we have to modernize things. But just the whole the, – the way you level up your character is weird and, and it's just – the game's actually a lot easier than it used to be, which is happening to a lot of games nowadays. Like it's just easy mode all the time. Um Visually, the game's great. Gameplay's fun. It's a fun game, but I just think that with all the hype that was surrounding it, I was just like, meh, when it came out. Like I was like, whatever. Like it just, it's just whatever to me. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. Well, to be yeah, I haven't played Diablo three, and I'm not a, I'm not a uh, big Blizzard fan, so. I don't really have much to say. I mean, I don't see a blizzard. Oh, you know, I don't do that. <laughs> it's sad because blizzard is, is like an apple in the video game world. I mean, people mm. and blizzard makes great 
fucking games. They do. You know, but it's just like, you don't have to suck their dick all the time. Like, yeah. if they come out with something shitty, you can call them on it. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. Alright, so that leaves us with fails. What is your fail, man? My fail, um, I think I mentioned this before, Black Ops 2. Shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone. Um, I, I, to me, just Black Ops 2 just doesn't, is such a departure even not even from it's such a major departure from the original Black Ops movie, but from the whole modern warfare in general. You know, uh, it it's just I don't know. I it, you know I keep saying yeah they jumped the shark with it, but it just seems so Terminator-ish. You know, and, and I think why why they moved ahead just still bother boggles my mind. I mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just story wise, I'm just not. I was never sold on it, and you know, like so many people were, you know, much like Blizzard were, you know, for Activision were just like, oh, oh, oh it's oh, Black Ops, you know? yeah, I know. It, it was just like, oh my God, just look at this for a second, and uh, you know, and I always felt like I was the only one not on the bandwagon for this one when I first saw it. I was like, really, this is what we're going with, and so I don't know that to me that just always has been my fail, and like. For me, I, I have Black Ops 2, and um, the multiplayer is great. I actually prefer the multiplayer in Modern Warfare 3, but that's a personal opinion. Um, but, of course, the multiplayer is going to be great. It's the same formula as before. <laughs> you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You right. know what I mean? Um, the zombie mode is great, but, again, just an improvement on whatever was still there. It's not even really an improvement. It's just been fleshed out a little bit more. Right. Um, the storyline is kind of all over the place. Um, I see what they're trying to do, but it's just it's not as solid as the main Modern Warfare line. Uh, Modern Warfare 3 was amazing for me, for a first-person shooter. Yeah. Um, I think the story of Modern Warfare 3 really tied it all together. I, I really enjoyed it. Black Ops 2, eh, I play the multiplayer, but that's that's about it, to be honest with you. I, I mean, it's not a bad game, but it's it's a you know it's a paint by numbers. It's it's a first person shooter. They didn't really do anything dramatically different, you know. So it's whatever. And with all the fucking hype that Black Ops 2, Black Ops 2, I thought Black Ops 2 was a was the second coming of Christ. <laughs> like that, I was like Jesus, but but um it wasn't so. Yeah. You know, it was just yet another first-person shooter. Yeah. A triple-A first-person shooter. Right, right. But just another one to put on the stack. You know, it wasn't <laughs> anything that was going to be put in a mantle or anything, so. All right, so tell me, what failed for you? And this isn't even so much of a game like mine. It was. It's a little more of a platform. <laughs> and this is a personal fail because I want there to be... All right, so it's the PlayStation Vita, Okay. The reason why this is a personal fail for me is because the PlayStation Vita, the hardware itself, is the shit. It is the most advanced fucking handheld system ever created. And it's amazing. But there's no fucking games to play for it. I know. There's two two games now, and they just came out. There's fucking the Black Ops 2 game, which I heard is sick. And the Assassin's Creed Liberation. And there's a few other games, but no games that would make me go, oh my god, I need to drop three bills on this real quick. Yeah. You know, um, now I'm kind of thinking about it because... In the of, middle of a recession. <laughs> I know. We, we in t- you know, tighten the belt times. 
Um, now I'm kind of like, oh, I'm kind of revisiting thinking about it because of Liberation and Black Ops 2. But then yet again, that's only two fucking games, man. Yeah. I can spend 300 bucks. I already have the two systems, but I could spend 300 bucks on a on a fucking um, Xbox 360 or PlayStation 3. So that's my problem is why is this system the same amount of money as those two systems? Yet there's only two games I want to play for that fucking platform. <laughs> and, and the thing that pisses me off is is Sony has – for their handheld system. They did this with the PSP too. They have this inability to get third-party developers on board with their handheld systems. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense. to. It made sense to me with the PSP because the PSP had some glaring fucking issues. One analog stick, which was retarded. Um, the whole fucking – the whole disc system was stupid. Like the – and Sony does that a lot. They'll come yeah. up with their own weird kind of disc. And, yeah, their own proprietary I, stuff. I'm looking at mini discs right now. All right, let's let's be honest. Um, and but and now they have a more standard format. It's fine. The games are kind of small though. You just lose them. But um, that's fine. I mean, the system itself, I love it. I love how it feels in the hand. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> um, it's it's an amazing console. But that the how amazing the handheld system is makes it fail even harder when i know that there's nothing to fucking play on it and i'm sick of sony constantly shoving down my throat that i can download playstation classic games motherfucker i already played all those games i'm not 10 okay (laughs) i already beat all the crash bandicoot games when i was 10 i don't need to purchase them again on an advanced system yeah you know you need to be giving me something else and the, the biggest title that came out launch was um the Uncharted one, which I played, eh, it was okay. Yeah. It, that would have been in a meh list for me if we were talking about stuff like that. Like, it was cool. The touchscreen shit was completely fucking just put in there because you could do it. It, was, it, it wasn't really important. You know, right. so, I mean, and fuck the touchscreen shit. I don't want – it doesn't need to be touchscreen. But it just – you need more games than two. It, it, you have Mortal Kombat, some, some whatever games – but they're just ports. Like, fuck ports. You need real games on this shit. Yeah. You know, and, and until I see that, I will never even fucking think about buying it. Although, like I said, those those last two games that just came out, kind of, you know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of <laughs> thinking about it. But that's three bills for two games that I'll beat in, what, a week each? Oh, right, right, yeah. yeah. So, whatever. Uh, all right, well... I think that pretty much concludes... Yeah, I didn't miss anything on you. Uh, That pretty much concludes... (laughs) I look back at 2012 pretty in-depth, actually. That actually uh, was um, a lot more in-depth than I thought we'd go in. Um, But uh, no, it's still good. I thought we... You know, I thought we did a pretty good job with that. Um, We could actually end it now. Yeah, really, we could. But... uh, for the last of the year, I kind of wanted to hit up these two real quick. Uh, the Lazy Geeks douchebag of the week. Uh, we mentioned this already. Their NBC is going to remake the Twilight Zone. That pretty much should be it. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's pretty much done. But uh, so after the fail of the Munsters, it appears that Brian Singer is, hasn't given up on doing something in the avenues of television. He was signed to, on to bring Battlestar Galactica back to television, but that fell through and Ron Moore gave it new life. Even though his dance card is getting crowded, he's still trying. So in this, um, so he, although he needs to work on some original stuff, you know, sort of the, the vein that J.J. Abrams does, but he's choosing to ruin another classic 
series from the 60s, The Twilight Zone. Deadline is reporting that Singer is in talks with the Ron Serling estates to develop, produce, and possibly direct a new series. Even though he didn't have much luck with the reimagined Munsters pilot, it uh, seems that the uh, it isn't going to stop him from coming back and trying to, you know, ruin another well-loved series. Uh, so right now, it's still in, considered in development hell. Uh, there is no date on it, but I can guarantee you, we will let you know if that ever happens. Um, so, and then last but not least, I, I, it was, you know, we do usually do Epic Person of the Week, but I actually wanted to, to rename this one as fucking Boss of the Year. (laughs) That's kind of what I wanted to name this kid. This is a kid. So, and uh, this comes from the Huffington Post. Six months ago, Ronnie Monzon became a hero when he jumped into the line of fire, taking three bullets and saving his friend's life. Like a That's boss. Pimp. That's pimp right there. Yeah, exactly. The I got this! Exactly. On July 11th, him and his neighbor, 14-year-old friend, were sitting outside their southwest Chicago home when an unidentified gang member opened fire on the teens. Monzon instantly jumped to his feet and flung himself in front of his friend. The three bullets aimed for his buddy's head struck Monzon in the arm, hip, and chest. Quote, he took the bullets, his uh, friend told the Sun, uh, Chicago Sun-Times. They would have hit me in the head, but he stood up in front of me and they hit him instead. I looked at myself, I was bleeding, and then I, I, I was worried about the bullet, um, the bullet shot um, by my heart, Monzon told CBS Chicago. Um, after six six months after the shooting, he's recovered from his injuries, and he continues to have a positive attitude about the incident. He jokingly refers to himself as the Terminator. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know. And so now when he was worried about that bullet next to his heart. Yeah, uh, he then proceeded to take out a Swiss Army knife and dig it out himself. Exactly, <laughs> badass. Exactly. It, it, and uh, and Channy Tatum will play him in the movie. Yeah, uh, even though he's supposed to be 14, you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter at this point. Uh, detectives believe that the uh, July shooting was a case of mistaken identity, but no arrests have been made. Um, I wanted to just, I mean, Ooh, that wasn't our drive-by victim. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, he's re- he's received uh, several awards for his heroism, but I was like, dude, for a kid, 14 year old to just take a bullet like that for a buddy. Yeah, that's a boss. Dude, if I did something like that, anytime someone brought it up, I would act like I forgot. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's fine. It's whatever. You know? <laughs> Just to be a dick. Yeah. You know, or, <laughs> that false humble. <laughs> you know, or like, you know, when somebody goes, man, I can't do, oh, yeah. Oh, no, I understand. You can't loan me five. I understand. Even though I took the three bullets for you, you know. It's like, oh man, I'm not, I'm not gonna be able to to help you move, man. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's cool. When I took them three shots for you, yeah. That's where you go, like, oh, oh yeah, that bullet that hit me in the chest, man. That was aimed for your head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Can you I... wouldn't even have the opportunity to turn me down right now if I. <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, do that all day. <laughs> I know, seriously. Oh man, but uh, yeah. So, uh, Ronnie Monzon, he's our, uh, he's our epic badass of the year that that's what i'm gonna call him right um 
And I'm gonna do the closing today. You're gonna do the closing today? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna switch it up. All right. So before we split, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want to remind you that if you want to read more stories like what we was talking about today mm-hmm. and more, you check out the website lazygeek.thelazygeeks.com. Um, be sure to like us on Facebook, of course, and add us to your circle on Google Plus, which I'm attempting to <laughs> use more. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, which I'm not attempting to use more, at the Lazy Geeks or at Lazy underscore Nomad for Steve over there, or at Lazy underscore Sapien for me. You never know, I might start using it more. Follow me too. Why not? Um, what? I said, why not? Yeah. Why not? Right. Yeah. Uh, you can even email us. We have it, one of those digital mail clients um, <laughs> at thelazygeeks at gmail.com. Uh, the Lazy Geeks theme was provided by Kevin McLeod because there can only be one. Exactly. Theme. That's right. Um, uh, for, before you read the last part, I actually wanted to just take take a second and, and uh, uh, thank everybody for uh, – since this is the end of the year, this is our last podcast of 2012. Just wanted to thank everybody who's been listening to us on on a basis, even though our podcasts were a little inconsistent this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to thank you guys for sticking around, helping us out, um, you know, giving us a reason to do this show, um, and uh, want to wish you all a happy and safe New Year. Don't be douchebags. Don't do anything stupid because then Adam's gonna have to be that guy mm-hmm. and straighten you out. That's that's the cold truth. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say thank you for being a friend. <laughs> yeah. I used to watch the show. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's about time for us to go to bed. But uh, <laughs> please be sure to comment on this and any other podcast that you might find floating around on iTunes um, and on the website, thelazygeeks.com, baby. Uh, tell us the good, the bad, and the the fucking just redonkulously hot. Just, just, ugh. You know what I mean? Like, so hot that you're almost offended. Um, Jenna Louise Coleman hot. Damn. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> um, be sure be sure to leave a comment because if you do, we may read them on the podcast that isn't our end of year show. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. You're welcome. Uh, until next week. Peace out. Peace out.